0: What's up, Video Landers, And happy Cinco de Mayo to all you crazy motherfuckers. Uh, by the time you get this podcast, it'll be Monday or Tuesday night, but the spirit of Cinco de Mayo is in this podcast. I've had a few beers, um, some tacos, quesadillas, and uh, some tequila. Ooh. So this is going to get uh, real fun real quick. <laughs> it's gonna be one of those
1: podcasts.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and if you don't know who the fuck I am... I'm your host, Brad Hawkins, and with me tonight is...
1: Cousin Wayne.
0: And soy
2: Capitan de Kyle.
0: <laughs> and with us on the line, calling all the way from the Sunshine State is... Jeremy Clifford. Awesome. Thanks for being a part of tonight's episode, Jeremy. And to all of our listeners, um, if you like this podcast, don't forget to look for us on AdventuresInVideoLand.com or on our Facebook at AdventuresInVideoLand. We are critics with attitude. Which means we're uncensored. So if you don't like bad language, please proceed with caution. Also, spoiler alert. If you haven't watched any of the movies in tonight's Versus and you don't want them ruined, pause the episode and come back later. And if this is your first Versus episode, then welcome to Versus. Mm -hmm. Versus is basically a movie deathmatch. We put two movies against each other. Uh, There's a list of categories. One movie wins, the other loses. It's the goddamn Thunderdome. Of movie watching. Two movies
2: enter, one movie leave.
0: It's the fucking movie fight club. Am I overselling it just a little bit? No. Yeah, we'll be talking no? about it though. We're <laughs> supposed
2: to talk about yeah, it. We're yeah. supposed to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, we do talk about these movies. That's very complicated.
0: Anyway, you can find all the rules, um, all the small details on the website at com. so please go check it out. Um, we'd love for you to play along next episode. Uh, it's always fun when we see other people's categories and see yeah. if they agree or disagree with us. Um, so chime in next time and... Uh, it's that time of the month, guys, where we put Cousin Wayne on the fat-ass scale. All right, <laughs> All right so uh, you're trying to lose some weight. Uh, you've uh, already some lost 50 somewhere fucking around... fucking pounds, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you've already lost 20 pounds, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, you started at 270, and your last weigh-in, you were about, what, 249? Yeah. Correct? And uh, where are you at tonight, man? 244. 244. Yeah. Man. A little bit of that fat ass at a time. Oh, man, slowly but surely. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah do. that's, that's you don't mind if though. I call you Shirley? I don't <laughs> mind at all. I'll have the fish. But uh, congratulations, bro, man. Um, if you're listening and this is your first episode, um, every time Cousin Wayne is in the studio, we uh, we put his fat ass on the scale. <laughs> and uh, Slightly less fat yes. ass on the scale. You're looking sexy. Even Jeremy, dude. You've seen pictures of him. You're all the way in Florida. You're on the Facebook page. You see these pictures of Cousin Wayne, man. Do you can you see the weight loss?
3: Yeah, absolutely. The last one that got posted was the the biggest change I saw. Like his face was like he wasn't in the studio as much as I used to be. Um, and so it's been a couple months
0: since I've seen him. Uh, it's working, man. It's Thank working. you. Slowly but surely. Yeah, and when when Cousin Wayne gets down to 220 pounds. He gets all kinds of goodies from, oh, you know, from fellow here. Video Landers. Um, what did you say you were doing, Kyle? I, I, it I was th- a surprise. Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna
2: be a surprise. I, I think losing that much weight, I, I've done that You've been there. myself. Like. Your wardrobe totally changes. Oh,
1: God. Yeah. These pants are just insane. So uh, <laughs> I'm,
2: I'm thinking I might do you, do you, do you a service and, and get you some he clothes might, that'll fit. He might just Ooh. do you. He might
0: just yeah. do you. He might just do me. <laughs> All right, Wayne,
1: well, here's your award, Zip.
0: But yeah, you get whatever whatever Kyle's doing for you. I know Nathan's going to do something. Um, I know, I think uh, Ryan or someone's getting you some alcohol.
1: Oh, uh, Ryan's getting me some Jameson. Yeah, some Jameson. You know, put on a few more pounds when <laughs>
0: you reach your goal. <laughs> yeah. A night, a night out on the town. You know, paid for by me. Oh, yeah. And, uh, what? An autographed Hellraiser Cube. Whew. Uh man. Just a lot of cool shit, man. So, man, I can't wait to celebrate with you. I what can't have, either. You told me tonight what uh, we're going to
1: do. My, uh, Actually, I'm going to have you make uh, Grandma's spaghetti. That's good oh. shit. And then we're going to go to the dive. Have, just, just for an hour or two, have a few beers. Then we're going to go to the liquor store. We're going to buy a case MGD. We're going to come back here. And you and I have not gotten, well, we've never gotten drunk in Washington, but we have not watched Evil Dead 1 and 2 together since we were kids. Yeah. So I think that'd be a fun, uh, yeah. And I haven't waiting 220 since I was a kid. So, yeah, there you go. So, where at in
0: there is uh, Kyle going to do you?
1: Uh, Anytime. (laughs) In
0: between 1 and 2. Yeah,
1: he he can do it. Yeah, he can do it it before we leave when we come back. I'll give you (laughs) Evil Head
0: (laughs) while watching Evil Dead. Man, so. I'm excited. Because you're going to watch. Yes. I might try to stick my dick in there somewhere. I can't believe I lost all this weight. Oh, man. All right, guys. See, that's what we're talking about, man. We're like critics with attitude, man. We like to have some fun, man. We're just a bunch of guys around a poker table. You we, we love to have our dick sucked. Yeah. Right on. So, yeah, congratulations, man. I'm very proud of you. Keep up the good work, cuz. Thank you. Um, all right, guys. Let's get into tonight's, uh, tonight's episode. We have a comic book revenge double feature. Uh, mm-hmm. The Crow based on the comic by James Obar and Old Boy, based on the manga. Um, so this was a great uh, great another double feature, oh, guys. God, yeah. I had was... a blast with the last one. We did uh, <laughs> Hellboy versus uh, Blade. Uh, that was a great episode. Uh, I think this is another great double feature, but it was honestly really hard to put together. Um, I remember calling you, Cousin Wayne, in early January, and I was like, we have to put The Crow in our year of the comic book yeah, life. yeah. And uh, I couldn't find a comic book movie, a revenge comic book movie that would give it like a run for its money. You know, the, the Punisher would get plowed by the crow, yeah. I think. Um, Spawn would get yep. killed. I mean, Spawn's like in the fucking 20%, I think, on our team. I fucking shit, I, and I agree <laughs> with that, you know. Um, so there's not much you can really put up against the crow without the crow dominating. And it's always about the best conversation possible. Because we don't want to sit at a table and give, you know, 60-plus awards just to fucking one movie. You yeah, know, what's yeah. the point in that? So it, it had to be a good conversation. And then it hit me.
1: You know, yeah. You literally called me like an hour later.
0: Yeah. But oh, do you remember Old Boy? And then it hit me like, oh fuck yeah, I remember yeah. Old Boy. Let's do it's that. Old Boy a manga, you yeah. know, which is a Japanese comic, so it fits the criteria of what we're trying to do this year. And uh, the the critic scores are very comparable, uh, which oh, we'll yeah. get to in, in a few minutes. Um, and they both have incest, <laughs> which I didn't realize until last week because it's been a while since I watched The Crow. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, so. See, it's been a while since I'd watched Old Boy, and I'm watching it. and I'm like. Oh, oh, what the fuck? <laughs>
4: yeah. So, you know,
0: the scores are comparable. Both are comic book, revenge, incest movies.
1: <laughs> Doesn't get any Pretty better. Than that. Pretty niche. It's a
0: perfect double bill. <laughs> okay? So, Cousin Wayne, uh, tell us how these two incest movies stack up against each
1: other. You got it. Uh, first up, The Crone uh, came out in 1994, directed by Alex Proyez, starring the late and great Brandon Lee and Michael Wincott. IMDB rating of 7.6, Rotten Tomatoes score of 81%. Next up, Old Boy uh, 2003, starring uh, Min Sik Choi and Jai Tae Yu, directed by Chen Wuk Park. IMDB rating of 8.4, Rotten Tomatoes score of 80%.
2: I, I love when we do foreign movies because usually Wayne slaughters the names, but he nailed it. I night. nailed it yeah. this time. I, I like,
1: dude, I literally I have like, like this this pronunciation thing. I wrote it out and I'm like looking in front of a mirror for like 20 <laughs> minutes. I, I did no shit. <laughs>
0: I'm like, uh, I fucking got uh, so, this, or so I'm gonna
1: the, get railed.
0: <laughs> so the movie to beat is.
1: Uh, really, they're about equal. The I mean, Crow's it was,
0: high some... on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. IMDb I'm to goes to
2: Old Boy by like 0. 0.5 mm-hmm. 6 and then on uh,
1: the Crow goes to uh, Rotten Tomatoes
2: by, by full one point. point.
0: One point. That's fucking interesting. I like those scores. I like close. when those scores mm-hmm. line up, guys. All right, guys, you ready to fire it up?
1: Ready. Fire, fire it up! up.
0: Fire it up. <laughs> All right, guys, I can't wait to see which comic book, Revenge, incest movie is your favorite. What incest scene did you like the best? So, Cousin Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> just speaking of incest. Some 12-year-olds out there are just like, man, are these guys serious? <laughs> are, they, are these adults? <laughs> They're real cinephiles. <laughs> All right, Cousin Wayne, best location in tonight's versus goes to. I went with the Crow, uh, Inner City, Detroit. Oh, uh, okay. just had that.
1: Just what a perfect spot for this, you know, the Devil's Night and the, uh, all these, you know, all this crime spree going on. Uh, had a great look to it too. I, I loved it. Just the, the whole dark. It was almost like a. A cheaper Batman, like Batman on a budget, you know, how they would make gothic look. I I, I loved it.
0: Yeah, I like how it's heightened and stylized. Oh, yeah, yeah like,
1: the, uh, like the buildings are just a lot darker than the background, and it really sticks out. Yeah, there's
0: moments when they're doing either miniatures or it's it's early CG, I can't tell. Yeah, when I, he's
1: running across the top of the apartment buildings. Yeah, well, there's it. there's
0: one shot, too, where they hover over the church, and that looks kind of weird to me, but I like the practical yeah. Um, streets, where the hot dog stand is and the pawn shop. All that looks real. I don't know if that was a real location right there, but that looks gritty as hell. Uh, but yeah, it's a crap world with a fucking shitty hot dog stand. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect setting for this
2: movie. Alright, Kyle, where are you going? You went with the dark and, and dingy and I went with a beautiful clean cut uh, Wu Jin, Jin Lee's apartment in Old Boy, the bad Ooh. guy's like apartment. It's oh, so cool. fucking nice. cool. Like, he's got this one. closet that's just this big square block. And it just splits into four open things, and he walks in, takes what he wants out, steps out, and it closes. He's, see, got, he's got... running like, creek. and he's shit. He's got, like, yeah, yeah moats and shit inside of his apartment. Just, everything is white and pristine and gorgeous. It's one of those, like, just eye-catching locations mm-hmm. where you're like, oh, that's, like, really fucking pretty. I'd hate to live in that, because it's, like, too pretty. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, like, but, like, it's so anywhere. gorgeous <laughs> to look
0: at, and I i it's i got, like, fucking it. ponds. Yeah. Or something going so on. It's so gorgeous. And yeah. then
2: it's cool, because you get to see, like, you just... The, the little walkway over the top of the, the ponds. Mm-hmm. Is glass the glass shower. Court.
0: Yeah. This guy's uh, got going on. It's so funny. You can tell he's yeah. got some money. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, yeah.
2: <laughs> All right.
0: What about you, Jeremy? Yeah, I, um,
3: I'm on the same page as both of you, so so that, um, if the penthouse apartment was my runner-up because of the things you said. You know, it, it really was like this perfect balance of like some place that you maybe could live if you were super rich, but
1: also like a villain's lair. that... At the end of the day, I went with the grunge Detroit look. Um, nice. I just
4: thought
3: that it like gave you this sense of an old city that had like maybe lost its whatever you know was bringing the money into the town, and now it's just descended into this kind of gothic old, like scary town. Like you mentioned, like the Tim Burton Batman feels. It does give you that feel, um, but in a more realistic way than than uh, the Streets of Gotham did.
0: Right on, right on. Good answer. So it looks like we're going two for the crow and two for old boy. Oh, 50-50. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going going old boy, and I'm going with Daisu's prison cell. Pretty good. And, yeah, actually, I'm going to go with the entire prison complex. Uh, I think I'm going to do that. Uh, Can you imagine just being stripped away from your life and maybe, maybe blocks away from where you live? You're being held prisoner in this small room for 15 years. There's no chance of escape. You don't know why you're there. You don't know who put you there. And with only a, like a television to keep you company.
1: Looks like my first apartment.
0: <laughs> I feel like, yeah, I feel like I'm describing Cousin Wayne's like favorite vacation spot. It Looks good to me. He wants to be abducted like right after this podcast. <laughs> Just jerking off to music videos while someone feeds him. <laughs> but, but seriously, yeah. man, it's fucking terrifying. And this prison probably exists somewhere in... In, in oh, real life, they, probably there's, there's in America. There's a flesh
1: trade? Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah it's probably
0: in fucking America somewhere, and then we just don't know about it. <laughs> it changes how you look at the city you live in. It changes how you look at just big cities in general. And it's just urban horror, yeah. you know, at its finest. And it's one of my favorite movie prisons. And I'm thinking outside the box a little bit when you're talking yeah. about, like, Escape from New York, The Phantom Zone, you know, those kind of prisons. But also... Yeah, it just, it just looks like a standard, like, apartment building. but Yeah, it's just, you know, but it's like got it's some, some cool cinematic... Uh, uh, touches to it, you know, that I really dig. So, um, yeah, I'm going with the, uh, the, the, uh, the, the complex as a whole. Big fan. Yeah. And that takes us to best character. All
1: right. Uh, my first tie of the night, uh, I went with, uh, yeah, uh, the crow from the grow and, uh, uh, old boy Daisu. Uh, both of these guys were just your average people, you know, uh, Eric Draven was a, uh, you know, a rock and roll. Uh, performer, and Daisu, uh, Assume he was just some kind of office worker, a drunk, an alcohol you know, one of those guys, and some life-shattering, in one case, life-ending event just turned these guys around. You know, one came back from the grave as a badass, one studied uh, martial arts movies for 15 years, <laughs> Yeah. and one came out of the grave, one came out of the apartment, and just started beating ass yeah. on a wholesale level, you know? Yeah. So, so much in common with these characters. I loved them both, so I, I had to give that my tie. Good deal. Pretty cool, man.
2: Uh, I'm going with old boy Wu Jinli. I'm I'm a big fan of this dude. It's, he's cool. it's not he's only really cool. this like cool like apartment complex. He's rich. He's got some like medical shit going on mm-hmm. that you're like they really don't explain that great in great de- detail. Uh, he's got this crazy fucked up past, and then like this crazy like fucked up present. <laughs> yeah, the dude imprisoned a man for 15 years. Yeah, and just the start of his revenge. That's how he yeah, started that's a, it. That's, yeah. that's fucked up. And then, you know, forces him to fuck yeah. his own daughter. And then tells him <laughs> that he fucked his own daughter. And it's... It, I mean, the dude's just a fucking insane <laughs> character on a piece of paper. And it's just... It, it's wonderfully acted by, by the actor. Yeah, yeah, to just bring, bring that, like... Just cool, calm, demeanor sadistic to the screen. That is is pretty fucking original. And even it's, you know... Uh, simplistic natures.
0: Nice. What about you, Jeremy?
3: I went with Old Boy, and I went Oh Su. Um Su. I just thought that the character is so complex, right? Because he's he's the hero of our story, but he's not really like that good of a guy. Oh, you know, yeah. he starts out as <laughs> like, yeah, he's like a womanizer, um, you, you know, and then he becomes a drunk, and then he like goes through this horrible event, and like. Really, I mean, you can't go 15 years in, like, a hotel room without being changed. Um, so I thought his character just had so much progression and um, and so much to do, and the actor had to, you know, draw on all of that. So I just thought it was a highly complex character, really well-written and acted, and, um, and so I went with Cold Boy. Nice, nice.
0: Um, I'm going with the with the crow on this one, guys, and I'm going with Eric Draven, a.k.a. the mime from hell, <laughs> all right? <Yeah. laughs> um, basically, he's a rocker that gets killed, and then he gets resurrected as an unstoppable punisher on the night before Halloween. That shit is right up my alley, <laughs> all right? <laughs> I mean, what's there not to like about a badass rocker zombie ninja who quotes Edgar Allan Poe? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, he has great quotes, great design. He has a magical bird. That helps him kick ass. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's the character that I want to learn more about after the podcast. Right. On. Actually, my coworker Drew let me borrow the comic, so I'll probably um, get a chance to, to read that soon. So mm. shout out to Drew and Brandon Lee is awesome. Um, Twenty five years later, and I can't see anyone else playing the Crow. Um, so I'm going the Crow as my personal, you know, best favorite character here. Right. On. So that takes us to best Green Duo. Uh,
1: I have we we'll give a runner up real quick to uh, the Crow. Uh, it was basically Eric and uh, the. The officer Albert, I thought those okay. two were great, but because I, I almost, I wanted, to, I wish we could have had three ties. Otherwise, this one would have been tied. Okay. But in the end, I went with old boy uh, Daisu and Midu. You know, watching these two work together, how quickly they—oh yeah—they
0: yeah, work together. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting
1: there. They, they're, they're, she's helping him. They've got this instant connection, and you're kind of oh, wondering yeah. why. You know, and they they fuck like they've been. You know, I mean, just it's just great. They, so they fuck things. like
0: they're related. <laughs>
1: he fucks her like it's his daughter. <laughs> anyway, and you know, and just this whole time, you find out that that was his kid. It was just such a mind blow. It almost makes you want to go back and watch it again. Just be like, did he
0: fuck? really fuck his daughter?
1: Did he <laughs> really do? Yeah. Did he Bust a nut, (laughs) man! Jesus
0: Christ!
2: I know I watched that scene ten times before I found out it was his daughter, but I watched it ten times after too. I was watching
0: Unstoppable. I watched Old Boy with my wife, and she's never seen it before. Mm -hmm. And she, we got to the end, and she's like, "Did he? Did he just fuck his daughter?"
1: Yes, yes, he did. Sure did. <laughs> Very enthusiastically, I might add. I will do anything to make you feel good. It's painful, but I'll endure it for you. <laughs> end quote. <laughs> All right, where are you going, Kyle? I'm on the same boat, uh, Daisu and Mido.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um, there's this, they they truly need each other to get where they're going, right? I mean, even though it's you know forced through hypnotism, but like he needs her, her candor and her her sweet nature to bring him back down to earth a little bit and not be so crazy, and... And she needs him to protect her, you know? And so they have to work together, even though, yeah, it gets real fucking crazy by the end. He's, you know, banging his own daughter and whatnot, but it's, it. There, is, you know, the first time you watch this before you know that, you're like, these are, like, really two, like, sweet individuals. Yeah. <laughs> I, I really like them together. And then, mm, oh. and the second time you watch it, you're like, you know what? with <laughs> it. It's gross, but it's kind of sweet.
4: Yeah. <laughs> You read right? my
2: mind. <laughs> <laughs> How about uh, you, Jim? <laughs> well, I, uh, I I'm going to have to break the mold here. Huh? I went with Eric uh,
3: Traven and the actual crow. Ooh. Um. So I think that working with an animal is like so hard, and there are some scenes where like that frickin' bird is like landing on his shoulder and then flying off, and they're using like a real bird for for this portion mm-hmm. of this movie, right? Mm-hmm. Um. I think it just added to the mystique. Of the character, I don't know that the crow works without the actual bird, like being there and interacting with him and um, adding to the mystique and kind of the, the dangerous nature of of Brandon Lee's character. So, um, yeah, I, I went a little bit out of the box, but, but I went with Eric and and the crow.
1: Awesome, a little fun trivia. Uh, that crow is the same one they used in the three sequels too.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I heard about that. All right, um, you know why I think you went outside the box, Jeremy?
3: That was
0: right. No, well, <laughs> a little bit, but I think it's because the duos, I don't think, are that special in this. They're one-man shows, pretty much. So, yeah. I'm going. Let me get the rubber chicken here, boys. He's going to get himself his own crow. <laughs> so, that's Ooh. the rubber chicken, so no points given, no points received. Um, I'll be honest, man. I wasn't feeling this category. I didn't want to force a point, so I'm mm-hmm. going with the rubber chicken. I didn't hate any of the duos. You know, just nothing stuck out. I appreciate what you guys said. I got you. Um, I just wasn't feeling it, you know? Um, I thought about Eric and Sarah. I thought about Daisu and his daughter. Um, I think those were probably I my best. thought
1: about that a lot, didn't you? I think, I think those <laughs> were my best
0: options. You know, I didn't go with the fucking bird. But...
4: <laughs> <laughs> I uh,
0: I just wasn't feeling this category, so I'm not going to force it. And I'm always preaching to you guys, man. If you don't have anything to say, you know, don't say anything. So no, that's no. why we have rubber chickens. I don't have anything anything to say, so put a rubber on it for me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Best villain. Um, well put, uh, I wish he would have said that to his daughter. <laughs> I wish he would have said that to him.
1: For the love of God, put a rubber No. Um <laughs> Top Dollar was cool. You know, he had a lot of great lines and was shit. Was he? <laughs> oh, Sage was cool. He was a good villain. There
4: he go. Was he?
1: <laughs> but uh, Wu Jinli from Old Boy was mm-hmm. just a fucking <clears throat> psychopath. I mean, I could picture this guy being the Asian Joker. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, just and he's really fucking smart. Obviously, I mean, to plan all this out. And honestly, who knows? I I I don't think it was mentioned, but he maybe he got. To where he is in society, all that money just so he would have the money to pull all this off. Mm. It wouldn't surprise me a bit if he did. No. I mean, this guy was a fucking genius and a psychopath. Just for, you know, you called my, my sister a slut and all this and just fucked this guy's life up. No. Even after he was dead and blew his brains out in the elevator, this guy's life mm. is fucked. No. Great villain.
2: Yeah, uh, Wu Jin Lee's one of my favorite villains, like, ever in a movie. He's very... Very good. (laughs) Calm, cool, and calculated. Uh, you know, uh, imprisoning someone for 15 fucking years. Hypnotizing him. Forcing him to fuck his own daughter. (laughs) Like what a fucked up dude and then like (laughs) as cool and calm and collected as he is throughout most of the movie there's that scene where he's in the the guy's you know computer computer lab Mm -hmm. and he's like oh yeah she was a total slut and he just freaks out and stabs the fucking dude just going that fucking ham on him blood just flying everywhere just like going off and like you know and then like oh shit (sighs) centers himself you know wipes himself down and, and leaves like the, yeah. the dude but by is the way, like, I just killed your friend. Yeah. He he can snap in a moment's notice and that's always really fucking frightening too. Alright,
0: Jeremy.
3: Yeah, I'm on the same page. I went with Wu Jin Lee. Good man. Uh, Kyle kind of alluded to it. His his patience, that's what made him like so frightening mm-hmm. as a villain to me. Um you know, Daisu gets out of out of his prison and he's like ready to get revenge right now. He's on a war path. But Wu Jin Lee, like Waited several years until he was old and fat to imprison him and had a kid, and then waited another fifteen years to set everything in motion. Um, I mean, it's just it's just so fucked up that you could like have that plan and be plotting away at it for, for at least twenty five years, um, and then have it be successful. I mean, it's he, he was the best villain in both, in both films for sure.
0: Yeah, looks like a clean sweep, guys. I'm going with old boy as well, and I'm going with uh, Wu Jin Lee. Mm-hmm. I mean, you guys have brought it up, but man, this guy is the master of the fucking long game. Oh and no, you shit! You have to respect that kind of drive and that
1: kind of control. Too, oh my god, like not, you know, he just wants to put a bullet in his fucking head. Probably no. he's like, no.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. echo a lot of what you guys said, but yeah, he kidnaps Daisu, keeps him hostage for 15 years, and he comes up with that evil plan, man, to have Daisu fuck his own daughter. That's that's pretty goddamn villainous, you know? Um, his his entire purpose in life is to fuck over this guy, this one man. And he's so methodical about it with hypnotists and the laser pointer gag, where it's like, if you hit this, I'm going to die, because he knew he would eventually go oh, yeah. for it. And then it plays back that recording of him fucking his daughter. It's so <laughs> fucking brilliant. And he just leaves it there for him to oh, find, yeah. you know, right there on the floor. Um, everything's thought out so brilliantly, and... What's crazy, dude, is Daisu hardly even knew him. Mm-hmm. You know, um, they attended the same school. He, d- he didn't brief, know him. no, yeah, yeah. yeah. He they, didn't know him at all. Yeah. He just knew his sister and passion. Chance encounter, yeah. And he looked through that window, <laughs> just a brief moment in time. And uh, just this one encounter that meant nothing to Daisu meant everything to Wu Jin Lee. Mm. Um, that's the kind of guy, man, you don't want on your bad side, man. I mean, can you imagine this guy? I mean, he's the kind of guy... Yeah. That if you fart in his direction, all right, you could be you could end up fucking one of your relatives (laughs) after being locked up for 15 years. It's it's crazy, man. Can you imagine him as the next Bond villain? (laughs) Bond would end up fucking his nephew or something. (laughs) Overall, dude, just just a really interesting, just an interesting antagonist. And uh, I do want to give a runner up though because I think uh, top dollar is. I think he's he's cool. He's just fun. only because yeah. Michael Wincott. I like yeah. Ma- Michael Wincott. Like he has a bad guy look. He has a bad guy voice. <laughs> I mean, I think uh, he's he's pretty cool here as the dawn of Detroit. You know, so yeah. I just yeah. want to give some love to him. But he doesn't compare it to the evil mastermind, you know, Wu Jin. So, all right, that takes us to uh, best hero, guys. Okay, uh,
1: I thought a little bit outside the box this time. Not mm-hmm. not too far. The crow. Yeah. <laughs> I gave it to the bird. <laughs> no. uh, I it is the crow. I gave it to Albert. We'll uh, this guy, he's just your normal everyday cop, you know what I mean. And in that kind of a city, you've you've got to love that job. You've got to want to help people, especially if you're a clean cop. You know, uh, he goes up there. He stays with Sarah for God, I can't remember how many hours it was, like thirty hours or some oh, shit yeah. like that, oh, yeah. while she dies. That is
0: pretty cool. I like that line. Uh,
1: and even after it's done, he looks into this and gets in a shitload of trouble from his own police department mm-hmm. for trying to help these people out. Eric comes back from the grave, and he's. He's still helping this guy, you know, and he, he's really nice to the girl. Like, anybody hey, a hot dog kid? You know, just an all around great guy going way above and beyond the Call of Duty. There was no, there's nothing in this for him. You know, there was no money, there was no revenge. Yeah. Just a great guy wanting to do a great thing. You know, that's a true fucking hero.
0: That's cool. Not can, so far out there. I can mark, respect man. that.
2: Because uh, that's exactly what I went with too. Oh, that's hell yeah. Because, yeah, <laughs> uh, you know, our our hero protagonists here aren't really that great of guys. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, D- Daisu is in his situation because he's a drunk, you know, dude that just fucks up and gets stuck in a... In a Fucking cell for fifteen years. That's a really bad situation. Yeah, you know Eric Draven's just going around, just like I'm just gonna fucking get revenge, and just kill a bunch of people. But Aubrey, yeah, he's just a total legit dude. Like stayed stayed with his girlfriend for for hours after that fucking horribleness, um, and and tried to just bring some you know goodness back into the world. <laughs> really, he just won just and and he's great, uh, and he. He actually hears out Eric doesn't like he's not one of those shoot first kind of cops. You know, yeah. lets, let's him get his piece in. You know, buys the Sarah, the, the young girl, the hot dog, you know.
1: Like but He hates he just, that walking in the wind shit. Yeah, he's, just, he's just a good What's fucking... What's he saying? Moving your dead.
0: Moving well, your dead. Well, I move
1: something. and I say I'm dead. <laughs> yeah. You're creeping me out, man. <laughs> <laughs> Go on.
0: All right, Jeremy, where are you going, bro? Well, I, I'm i changing mine for the first
3: time ever, I think. You guys have Ooh. convinced me. Uh, I had Eric raise and. Um, because, you know, we talk a lot about when, when we're doing heroes, like, our hero has to be somebody who's sacrificing and not doing it for themselves. Um, but, you know, Daisu is definitely doing it for himself, right? Mm-hmm. And Eric is a little bit, I think he, I think you guys are, are right on point. I'm still giving the point to the crow, obviously, but, um, but you know, he even loses his job and goes on suspension to do what's right. Um, and, and so that, that kind of self-sacrificing for for, you know, these people that have been dead
0: for a year, really, uh, I think does make him the true hero. Um, so, so you guys have convinced me I've changed my vote. Woo. All right, um, right. Sweet. I'm, I'm going with your original answer. <laughs> I'm going the crew, and I'm going with Eric Draven. Um, he gets resurrected and hunts down the dickheads who murdered him and his fiance. And in doing so, I think he makes the city of Detroit a better place. I think Daisu. That's a good way of thinking it, of it. I think Daisu is a more interesting protagonist, but I think Eric affects more change by taking out Top Doll. He's a top doll. Top doll. he is a top, dollar, top, yeah. I mean, is the top guy too. That's been doing yeah. this for a long I time. I think so. they were a bigger threat than Wu Jin Lee and uh, the thugs and old boy. And and he's my favorite character. So considering everything, I'm going Eric Draven. Right on. So that Uh-oh. takes us to best kill death or defeat cousin. Wayne. Uh I had to go with old boy, and I call it the hammer time. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Isn't that whole? I mean, it's just for say it's real. It's realistic looking too. Yeah, the, the way he's he fights, he's not a, not a dude who like overpowers everyone. He gets his ass kicked too. Oh you know? yeah, you can tell like he's like like there's uh, one of the one of the Asians is a, is a little bit bigger than the others, and he he's hurting too, and he's, they're trying to come at each other. And he's like. Yeah. Hold on to the wall, and then the elevator opens. And they just kind of look at each other. The elevator opens again, and there's just dead bodies in the elevator. He just wipes out people with a hammer. That's fucking painful. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's a and cool and kill, yeah. It's a great kill. I loved it. What's, what's my award say?
2: Right there. Right there, Wayne. Hammer fight! Hammer fight! God yeah. damn it! It's one of my favorite scenes Boom. Like, ever. Did like, you just change it to Hammer Time? <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: what I did. I put hammer time. Hammer time. <laughs>
2: when uh when we no, talked about like the martial arts uh awesome. thing, we talked about some of our greatest fights in movies ever, and I believe I mentioned this. This is one of my favorite fucking, it's fucking fights ass. ever. Because cool, it good. is it's gritty and it's realistic and like it's fucking gross. Like there are sounds in there oh, yeah, when he's like, like popping people smack. on the skull and in the feet and stuff. Like I love when they get them on the ground; they're all just kicking them, and he just starts fucking going to town on people's feet with the fucking mm-hmm. hammer. Oh my god, it's so fucking cool. I remember uh, in college, I had a roommate who had never seen this before, and I was like, I was like, let me just show you the hammer fight on YouTube. Uh, he he watched that, and was like, all right, I'm fucking watching this movie right now. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, it's it's a fucking amazing scene. Yeah, I love the hammer fight. Jeremy.
3: Yeah, um, I I will get to how, my adoration for the hammer fight scene later, but I actually went with the crow, um, and I went with, with the final death there when Skank gets impaled twice. Um, I just thought, as an individual kill, that was the best one for me. You know, he gets thrown off the building in the same way that Eric gets killed, so there's like this poetic justice there, but then he gets fucked even harder when he, he hits... Uh, that whatever the um, gargoyle or whatever was sticking up there and gets impaled through the face and through the chest at the same time, um, he's not coming back from
2: that. Back, back <laughs> Unless a raven or crow lands on him.
0: <laughs> All right, uh, Kyle and Cousin Wayne, you guys aren't wrong. But neither am I. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna, just like Jeremy said, I'm going to give some love to, the, to Hammer Time later. All right, but I'm going old boy, and I'm going best defeat. So I'm not going with a killness. So I'm going with defeat. And I'm going with the defeat of Daisu. Yeah. Okay. By the end of the movie, man, Wu Jin Lee has Daisu crawling on oh, all fours, barking. acting like a dog and licking his shoes. Um, he has him literally begging for mercy. And, and that's after he imprisoned him for 15 years and made him fuck his daughter, all right? It's the long game perfected. It might be the best defeat of all time, all right? Uh, it might be the best defeat. Uh, mad respect. Daisu should have bought him a beer and shook his hand, <laughs> Okay. <laughs> You
2: got me good, man. (laughs) And and like you said, the moment he gives him where he's like, you can actually defeat me now, push this button. Uh And it's just a fucking recording of him fucking his (laughs) own daughter. It's like a double defeat. (laughs) just Double penetration. The the (laughs) one chance I finally think I'm getting my revenge and you fucked
0: me over again, you asshole. Please,
4: stop fucking with me. Cut my own
0: fucking tongue out of my head. (laughs) So, yeah, I'm going with the the defeat of Dyson. So that takes us to our next category, which is what the fuck. All right, let's go around and share our runner-ups. Uh, one at a time, Cousin Wayne, any runner-ups at all? Uh, just runner-up, uh, the, the incest in here. I mean, come on. You know, <laughs> <The>
4: incest Su- in, <laughs> this, in this thing.
1: <laughs> Daisu <laughs> can't... I mean, that's yeah, fucked up, but he really can't be blamed. He was under sure. hypnosis and shit. But top dollar... We'll good. I mean hey, he's all
0: good with it yeah. I think we broke her yeah, I
1: think we yeah. I think how's he, how he do that voice got uh, that I, rough. Think, I think we broke her
2: <laughs> Well, even still with old boy Woo Jin intentionally fucks his sister yeah so. yeah he does her <laughs> too. I mean it's not like it's not like he was under hypnosis or anything and then
1: he kills her I mean it's just
2: <laughs> there's two instances of intentional incest and one accidental incest <laughs> I actually slipped and fell in the pussy my bad <laughs> accidental <laughs> incest the name of my band <laughs> All right, runner-up for you. Uh, for me, it's the okay. So like, sometimes scenes in movies are kind of weird, but you're like, all right, I see what they're doing for the character here or whatever. But the one thing an old boy that always throws me off is when he just eats the live octopus. Mm. Like, I kind of, I kind of get it. He wants something, you know, alive. But like, yeah, it's just a fucking. It's just it. It lingers. For a really long time. And he legit ate a fucking octopus. Well, I heard
1: that they... That's a a delicacy.
2: Yeah. Over there, they... I (laughs) I also read that he... Does not eat that though, <laughs> typically. Uh, so he did not enjoy. Yeah, he's that, a Buddhist but, uh, or something, and yeah, so he had to pray yeah.
0: like right after he ate that
4: shit. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we'll he did not.
2: It.
0: He did not do that. Yeah, so. to piggyback <laughs> off that, that was one of my that was one of my runner ups because there's there's a few CGI shots in Old Boy, you know, with mm-hmm. the ants and actually in the hallway scene that that mm-hmm. knife in his back is yeah. CG. And so I was like. Okay, well maybe this octopus is early CG, but it looked good. Yeah. It looked really good, so I, I didn't know what was going on here. It wasn't CG, it was a live octopus. I was like, fuck that, man. I would never eat that shit. Yeah. Having that fucking crawling around your mouth, no. that is what the fuck. Yeah, it's very good. Alright, Jeremy, do you have a runner up? I did. I so my goal played as well and it was it was blue King's
3: sister, like taking the picture of herself as she's killing herself, like that may be like a great poetic moment, but I was like, "Who is doing that in real life?" Like the insanity of that character was just—it it didn't make sense to me. Um, but but yeah, I was like, "What the fuck? What's going on here? Why yeah. is this important?"
0: I think it's a cultural thing. <laughs> <laughs> there's crazy Asians. <laughs> I mean, have you seen anime? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man,
1: there's some folk. Oh, wait, wait, wait. <laughs>
0: All right, so uh, one of my runner-ups is uh, man. there's so many accidents during the crow that the crew started believing that uh, the production was cursed. Did you hear about any yeah, of this? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. A carpenter yeah. suffered serious burns. Um, a worker had a screwdriver get embedded into his hand. A truck burst into flames. Um, a stuntman broke his ribs after like falling through a roof. Uh, someone was electrocuted. A disgruntled employee went berserk and drove his car right through the props room, okay? Um A hurricane destroyed some sets. Brandon Lee died. And come to find out, it wasn't a curse at all. Just everybody was high on cocaine. Yes, I was getting ready to add that. There was so much cocaine going
1: on, I guess, and it really pissed Brandon Lee off. Uh, one of their crewmen sneezed while they were filming. And I guess Brandon Lee stopped and looked around and said, well, somebody just lost 50 bucks.
0: Yeah, I read that. Yeah, that's great. So, yeah, just, man, what a fucking mess, though, right? Of production, oh, yeah. man. So Good times. Yeah. Any more run-ups for you?
1: Uh, no, I didn't have any more.
0: What about you Kyle?
2: Um not not anything like that I really uh, uh, you you mentioned my my other ones so. Yeah. All right, Jeremy, you didn't have any other ones?
3: I've got one more, but I think it might be people's uh, uh first first pick, so I'll I'll leave it.
0: Yeah, okay, okay. Um I just had a few other ones and uh they're pretty small, but the Crow is awesome. I really do like The Crow, but it was uh, it was fully responsible for goth going mainstream 25 years ago. So and what, well, so what that the that fuck night. to that? <laughs> that was just a weird yeah. movement, man. Was, I, just, I, I, I can remember that, and it was just like, eh, no,
1: no. Yeah, yeah. Just kind of depressed hippies That's yeah. what it reminded
0: me. Of. And then just another one, man. I couldn't uh, even wrap my mind around this. As a, as a creator, right? James Obar, the author of The Crow, said in an interview that... When uh, he met the movie's executives, uh, they originally wanted to make The Crow a musical starring Michael Jackson, and he, and he started laughing, and they didn't laugh with him, and they're like, "No, we're serious," and he's like, "What the fuck? <laughs> You're not gonna turn this into a fucking My- Michael Jackson vehicle?" And then you know Brandon Lee, you know, uh, got on board, and everything you know took a different you know. Have you ever seen round. any
1: interviews with James O'Barr?
0: Uh uh-huh. uh. That guy
1: is something. Like, say, if you've got the Blu ray, watch. It's just a 20, 25 minute interview with him. And he he's very. Uh, he's kind of cranky. Like, yeah. they, they showed a shot before they're doing the interview with him. And I don't know who he was yelling at. But he was yelling, Would you quit moving the goddamn TV up there? We're trying to get it quiet <laughs> for this fucking bullshit. That's and I'm like, Okay, wow. So I can just about imagine when they said that to him and they said they weren't laughing, I, I can just about imagine what he said back.
0: Yeah. <laughs> This I have like two or three more. Uh, Michael Massey, I think that's how you pronounce his name. He was the actor who played Fun Boy. Um, he stopped acting for a full year because he was so traumatized by the death of Brandon Lee. That wasn't
1: his fault, even. Well, yeah, I mean,
0: right? exactly. But it was mm. supposedly his gun that, that killed Brandon yeah. Lee. And um, up until his death in 2016, yeah, he had never watched The Crow. Oh <laughs> damn! Yeah, that's 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 pretty wild. Um, and then another one. I don't know if you guys noticed this or not, but uh, the the one black member of T Bird's posse. Mm-hmm. is the first to die. Of course. <laughs> of course. I mean, you got to love the black guy dies first trope. Yeah. It's like, what the fuck, man? And of course, he's the only one that's homeless. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, the dude, this one just... I actually laughed when I was watching Old Boy. I mean, do you guys notice uh, the uh, Wu Jin Lee? He has a tattoo... In his ass crack. Yes, yes. It's not. It's not a tramp stamp. Like, it's, it's like in his ass. It's in <laughs> his ass. It's like a cross, like coming out of his ass crack into his lower back. I'm so holy. I've got Jesus coming. I'm out like, of is my that ass? a is that a tattoo in his ass crack? <laughs> I was like, what the fuck. So that's just a fun line, guys. Yeah, that was a good one. So, what was your number one, cousin?
1: Wayne? Uh Mine goes to old boy, and I call it the. Don't rape me while I'm pooping a <laughs> oh, oh my
4: god, that is the perfect what like, the fuck ever.
1: Okay, imagine this. Don't you, rape me you. while I'm pooping. <laughs> That's
0: what I call it. Man. Oh <laughs> my god, I didn't even have that. <laughs>
1: Okay, You've been in prison for 15 oh. years You go to a restaurant You meet this sweet girl You choke on a live octopus You wake up in her apartment a Classic story yeah, yeah, That she was so kind and generous oh, enough To let you man. sleep on her couch She goes to the bathroom Your first reaction I'm going to shove my cock in her mouth <laughs> What the fuck <laughs> And then afterwards she's like now, now just because I say no I'm like oh my
0: god Doesn't mean god. I'm not into
1: what you're doing here Exactly so that's why I call it the Don't rate me while I'm
0: pooping, <laughs> dude, that is so fucking money. I, I want that on a t shirt now. Don't bring Christmas, to... Christmas, <laughs> Christmas, guys, don't bring me while I'm pooping, <laughs> dude. I'll get that for you. Oh, I love it,
2: Kyle. Oh boy, um,
0: my I don't,
2: I don't know where to go from there. Mine's not that great, and I'm not um, but mine, mine's gonna give away an award later, but uh. I feel like The Crow was written by a 13-year-old Nathan Plantica. It's just very, like, <laughs> it's, like, so, oh, so moody funny. and just, like, I, that is like one, almost though. almost every line in this movie, like, makes me cringe. This is the way, it's just, like, do look at me, don't read my journal sort of fucking lines, like, over and over and over I again. disagree with you, but I get where, oh, you're, co- I get where you're coming from. You've brother. got the rock and roll. It's funny. You've got the sexual exploration.
0: I fucking get it. Yeah, yeah. 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 I like The Crow, but I get it. <laughs> That's hilarious, dude. All right, where are you going, Jeremy?
3: Well, mine's going to The Crow, and it's it's just all the villains.
4: Like, mm.
3: none of these villains had any motivation to be villains at all. They just, like, one day woke up and decided that they were, one, insane, two, had, like, a... um duck quack mighty ducks call where they're like you know pumping their fists in the air uh, to bring all the ducks together <laughs> and then four they never explain why they're they're evil at all apparently they work for this like extra evil guy named Skank um who also is not connected to Brandon
0: Lee's character at all but is the main villain of you, you talking about Top Dollar? So, working for a guy named Top Dollar? is that who you're talking about? yeah okay okay um did you watch the movie? <laughs> <laughs> I did it. Did. It
4: didn't
3: make sense to me at all why these characters um, were the way that
0: they were. Um, so all the villains. Right on. Dude, I like I love that they're just fucking swallowing bullets. <laughs> <laughs> <They're no sugar. laughs> yeah. Pussies <laughs> drink last. Pussies drink last, <laughs> man. <laughs> um, dude, my my number one, I'm still gonna stand by it. If it wasn't if it was anything else that I had here. I would change it to don't rate me while I'm <laughs> Okay? But I, I have to stand by this because it is. And it's uh, my what the fuck is banging your own daughter. The, the big third act reveal in Old Boy mm-hmm. Um, the, the bad guy makes the good guy fuck his own daughter. <laughs> I don't care how many times you've seen this movie. Okay? It always makes you say what the fuck man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know like, like the first time I watched it like the first way I was like that's
1: kind of a hot scene and then like when I'm like when I'm like, like, when I'm, like, like <laughs> I feel kind of dirty myself. (laughs) That's pretty rough. (laughs) You you could make Cousin Wayne feel bad about himself.
0: (laughs) That's pretty fucking (laughs) tough, man. I I was just kind of did I jerk off to incest porn? I I felt my dick flutter a little bit. <laughs> but, dude, um, that's my favorite word of the night so far, though, is the don't rape me while I was pooping. I did not even have that in my honorable mentions, man. Oh, really? But I, but I now that you say yeah. that, I was like, I thought that while I was watching. I'm like, what's... This? He's, like, trying to pick her up off the toilet. Oh, yeah, you just, like, yeah. he grabs her head and... Sh- like
1: a, like
2: a dog. It's, a, and it's a, a testament to actually fucking her being more fucked up. Oh, my God. <laughs> don't. That, like, that you forget that he tried to rape her on the toilet. Don't rape me while I'm pooping
0: oh my god okay that takes us to our next um award and that is best gore soundtrack guys oh i went
1: with the fucking crow all day long the music in old boy sometimes it fit and other times it just seemed completely out of place for me yeah i just i couldn't get with it and it all kind of sounded the same to me uh, but the crow my god i'm not that i, I love uh, hardcore death metal that's just kind of my thing i'm not a, a light goth rock kind of guy But to this, when I saw that, uh, me and my friends, we went and saw this in 94 in the theaters. And within the next three days, all of us had the fucking soundtrack for this. Mm. I mean, it's just an amazing soundtrack. Every song fit the movie, fit the mood and the atmosphere. Uh, This would probably go in my top five soundtracks of all time. That's awesome. Wow. Uh,
0: (laughs) I think this is where Kyle I Man,
2: yeah. (laughs) I, I fought really hard to not give this a rubber chicken, so no. I, I didn't. because I think I think the music in Old Boy is fine. It fits the movie. It's I actually not, don't it's, like it. It's, it. I don't think it's like super, you know, worthy of a point, but I don't think it's bad.
0: Especially the main themes, though, like, um, The Last Waltz is really I, good. I do like actually, that. Actually, it wasn't
2: bad, yeah. just, yeah Sure. Um, but I went... I went to The Crow because I think the score for The Crow is actually really fucking good and it fits the movie. I think the soundtrack itself is fucking terrible. Oh, my! the soundtrack, like, the fucking lyrics in the songs are like, and he's walking by petting the cat, and it's like, oh, the exposition of the movie is in all the fucking lyrics, and it drives me fucking insane. And it really is, like, there are lyrics when he's putting on the makeup, like, and I put on my makeup, like, while he's fucking putting it on, and it's like, that is so yeah. fucking irritating and shitty right. and I hate it so you much. You have
0: never been so wrong. Oh my
2: god, no, the the Crow oh soundtrack god. itself is they're, fucking they're, they're, garbage. I, I have a feeling there's you but the
0: score is fine. And like a million other people that would disagree with you. We, 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 we have
2: definitely I'm, parted I'm, ways. Millions of people have been wrong before. Trump's uh, not. This office. is
4: fucking amazing. I'm curious where Jeremy's going. <laughs> Jeremy, where are you going, buddy? valid point, bud.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I actually did the first time ever for Really? Um, I couldn't
3: decide because if we're doing soundtrack, obviously the crow is the best. But that main theme in an um, old boy, I thought, was really really fit the film as a whole because it's it's kind of light, but at the same time, you know, uses some of those minor keys to to give you that tension that you want. Um, so so I tied it because I thought that you know you have that soundtrack with the cure, Nine Inch Nails, Stone Temple Pilots. If, if you're talking about setting off the goth revolution of the 90s like that's the soundtrack to do it right mm-hmm. um but the score i thought that, that musically uh the music that was written for for old boy was better so i i, I did the multiple and i tied it so cho young walk for, for the old boy and, and the soundtrack
0: for pro yeah that's good um I didn't go old boy, but uh, I really do respect the old boy soundtrack. I think it's classy. It brings a classy, uh, just a classic feel. Yeah, just to, a classic feel with
1: some good old uh, daughter fucking. Yeah, yeah No, <laughs> but
0: I really, I really love the the main title theme, and that's um, you know the last waltz. I don't guys. I don't know if you guys noticed either. The um, all the tracks are listed or um, named after film noirs, which is really kind of a, a nice little touch. Mm-hmm. But no, I actually really like okay. the the, uh, the score for for old boy. But I'm going with the crow. Uh, when this soundtrack released 25 years ago, man, it connected with me. Like, dude, we, we are on opposite ends here. Absolutely. On opposite ends. Yeah. Um, it was the first time I cared about scores or soundtracks. <laughs> um, I've said in the past that Fight Club made me care about screenplays. The Crow made me care about soundtracks. I'm going to give
1: Blade Runner the reward for that one. Yeah, that's
0: and, yeah and, that, and, that's, and that's a good pick, <laughs> and, it, and it still holds up for me. And the funny thing is, I don't like this kind of music. I'm not into Goth or metal or you know any of that stuff, but it, I think it fits perfectly. The opening track "Burn," I think sets the tone, and then the rest of the songs just keep that momentum uh, big, empty. Golgotha Tenement Blues, Dead Souls, Ghost Rider is a yeah. badass song, uh, Time Baby 3, uh, just to name a few others. But uh, And then the score is great. I think the score
1: yeah. is very moody. I like the, the guitar solo that Eric Draven does. Yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. didn't
0: find it. Did uh, Brandon
1: Lee actually play that himself? I, I never did find yeah, out. Yeah, I'm not for sure. I, I knew he, he, he did enjoy music, and he could play instruments. But whether or not he actually did that himself, I, I really couldn't find yeah. it. Before. I
0: also have an article in front of me, actually a quote. I don't know where I found it, but it says... The soundtrack resonates like a demonic incantation, and I agree. I think the music has this magic spell over the movie that just brings that whole world to life. It's just a beautiful beautiful reflection of the character, the mythology. I think it's essential to the story. I think it complements the visual style. I think it's a masterpiece, and like I said, I don't even like this kind of music. It stuck with me over the last 25 years, and I think it still holds up. I think it's awesome. I'm going to grow. Sweet. Um, and that takes us
1: to Best Quote. Uh, I went with the crow and a uh, top dollar, actually. Uh, childhood's over. The moment, the moment you, you know die. die. That's a great quote, man. I, I do. I love that. And I, I, I do find a little truth in that. Yeah, You know, I think we're so. all like children learning, experiencing new things no matter how old you get. You yeah. know, you're, you're always out there for that new experience, new feel. It's over when you die. Yeah, that's such I a great quote, that. man. Do you have any runner ups? Uh, I might have. Let me take a look. Uh, no, I don't.
0: <laughs> all right, do you have any runner ups, real quick,
1: Kyle?
2: Um, yeah, I, I I. liked, uh, in The Crow, I've got, he's, uh, at the end when Eric Draven says, I have something to give you, I don't want it anymore, 30 hours of pain, all at once, all for you, and, like, throws all that pain of, of his girlfriend Yeah, into, that's a great into world. the bad guy.
0: Any other ones? No. Alright, Jeremy, any, uh, any runner-ups? I had one runner-up, um, from The Crow, after,
3: um, after Eric, like, hypnotizes um, the mother, and she comes back
4: uh, and is like trying to make her eggs or whatever. Um, and she's like,
3: I don't eat eggs. I haven't liked eggs since I uh, was like four years old. And she's like, oh, I guess I should be serving coffee and cigarettes then. Um, this was like such a funny line of how like these two characters don't like know each other at all. And um, also how like fucked up their lives have been.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I have, a, I have a few runner-ups. Um, one is, uh, actually, I have a few from Eric Draven. Earlier I said when I gave him best character, that he's very quotable, and yeah. I stand by that. They, like, he walks into a room full of bad guys, like, Jesus walks into a hotel, hands the innkeeper three nails and asks, can you put me up for the night? You know, I just, <laughs> I fucking love that. And then, victims.
4: Aren't we normal. all? Yeah, I fucking good.
0: love that line. Um, and then your childhood's over the moment you uh, you know you're going to die. That's a great quote. Um, Actually I did have One runner up That's uh-huh.
1: what uh, uh, Top dollar has skank There in the room They're all around the table oh, Yeah like, How you feeling skank I feel like an itty bitty worm On a big goddamn world. Your <laughs> mama will have to be
0: proud <laughs> <laughs> Yeah that's a great one man uh, That was in my runner ups As well And then Grange says I saw him too man He had a guitar He winked at me Before he jumped out A fourth floor window Like he had wings <laughs> He winked at you <laughs> <laughs> Fucking musicians <laughs> That's great, and then "old boy" is very quotable, man. I wrote down a yeah. few of those: "a dick shit," a new word. Television doesn't teach you s- new swear words. I thought <laughs> that was pretty good. And then, uh, can ten years worth of imaginary training uh, be put to use? Apparently, it can. Yeah. I love that one. And then, uh, laugh, and the world laughs with you. Weep, and you weep alone." That's yeah. great. Um, remember this: be it a rock or a grain of sand, in water they sink of the same as the, as the God, same, I like goodness. that. And even though I'm no more than a monster. Uh, don't I too have the right to live? I'm sure probably one of those will probably come up here um, for for the best. But those were some of my runner ups So what was your number one, cousin Wayne?
1: Uh, I already gave it.
2: <laughs> oh,
0: I'm sorry. Yeah, you started. Yeah, you gave yours. Yeah. Kyle, what's yours?
2: Uh, mine. You said it's laugh and the world laughs with you. Weep and you weep alone. That's a great quote. It's 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 repeated a few times in the movie. Mm-hmm. It's it sums up the whole fucking movie. It's actually on the poster. The well. cell room, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh. Um, it's it's just fucking gorgeous, and it's like one of those things. You're like, yeah, like. A you know, few, few times in my life I've ever, like, been so somber and sad that other people have been sad with me, but so many times in my life I've laughed and everyone's, you know, been there with me in that yeah. that emotional ride, but people aren't there as with you as often on those, those sad times, and that's that's his whole fucking life, you know? Like, when I was having a good time, everyone was with me, and now that life sucks, I got fucking nobody. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's just uh, uh, one of those quotes that comes up multiple times in the movie, yeah. too, and it, it just it hits harder every time it gets said.
0: Yeah. By the way, I love both of your quotes. Uh, Jeremy, where are you going, bro? I went with Old Boy, and I went, be it a stone or a grain of sand
3: in water, they both sink. Mm-hmm. Um, because that's like, that sums up the entire film, right? Um, Dai Su's little interaction is a grain of sand, and uh, Woo you Lee drops a fucking boulder on him, you mm-hmm. know, with making him like his daughter. Um, but they both, like, it both, it, it destroyed both of them, and t- they say it a couple times in the movie, but but I think it you know, sums up the whole, um, like, what they're trying to make you learn about, about the smallest thing can set you down this path to destruction.
0: Right mm-hmm. on. Yeah, so let me get this straight. He fucked, was that the, his daughter he fucked? <laughs> I believe so.
2: We, that, we We didn't
0: bring that up yet tonight? Is there incest in this? <laughs> All right, my, my favorite quote was, um, I, again, both these movies were very quotable. I love you know all your guys' picks. Um, but my favorite quote is from The Crow, and it's very simple. And it's, it can't rain all the time. Mm-hmm. And uh, Eric Draven said it in 1994, and I've been saying it ever since. It's a cinematic life quote. Um, if someone tells me it's raining or they tell me that they're having a bad day, I always say, it can't rain all the time. You know, And that's not nostalgia. I think it's a great quote. I'm going to grow. Yeah. So, and you know it's it's really um it plays into the movie too because when when Eric Draven you know gets resurrected it starts pouring rain yeah and then after he takes down all the bad guys that rain it starts to subside out. yeah it, so I think it's really connected to the movie as well. All right, that takes us to our next uh, category, which is
1: best screenplay. Uh, this is another one that I I almost uh, tied, okay, but in the end I had to go with Old Boy. Uh, the crow is a great story. I, I've read the graphic novel. Um, just a lot of great characters and such to it, but oh boy, so many more twists and turns and surprises. Yeah. And just just the the, the plan that uh, went into this, to, to fuck this guy's life over, all the little ins and outs, how everything worked together. I thought it was just beautiful, beautiful writing, uh, more complex, uh, I think it had a little more talent to it. So I definitely oh. went with that. Okay.
4: Uh-huh.
2: Yeah, Old Boy keeps you on the edge of your seat. Uh, you know, from the moment he gets nabbed all the way to the very fucking end. And you, 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 It's it's weird to have, you know, such sympathy for a character that's not that great of a guy either. But he's you know better than the other guy, <laughs> and you know you're along in the ride on this mystery. It's it's fucking quotable and beautiful and and disgusting and there are so many emotions that happen uh, as you're watching Old Boy. And and not even that, but you know, going to the crow, I said it earlier. I, I just a lot of the quotes it, it, like just seem very just like angsty teenager to me. It's I don't know, so I don't I don't like a lot of the dialogue in, in the crow. All
0: right, what about you, Jeremy? Yeah,
3: I went the same way. Park Huang uh, Hwang Yoon and then Jun Han for um, screenplay. I just think that that old boy is so deep in in what it's doing. I've never watched a film that you think is a revenge story and it is a revenge story just for somebody that you didn't know was trying to get revenge. Mm-hmm. Um, a revenge story, inside a revenge story. And then uh, Kyle touched on it. The way that they make you connect these characters, they, they even put a line in the movie about it, of like, can, uh, you know, could Daisu and his daughter be connected so quickly? Could they have fallen in love so quickly? Um, and, You believe it, right? I mean, the answer is yes, because they've written these characters in
0: such a way that you're on the journey with them. So um, screenplay was just, for me, it was no contest. Nice, nice. Um, I'm going uh, old boy as well. Uh, Both movies are loosely based on comics, and neither movie is a straight adaptation of the source material. I mean, both went through some major Mm -hmm. changes, um, like The Crow, for example. The Crow is is a mechanic in the comic. He's not a rocker. Um, but I like that. I like that change. I can't. I don't know if I could ever watch, you know, or think of The Crow as not being or, and a And the Robbie's second issue.
1: one, he was a
0: mechanic. Yeah, a mechanic, yeah. So I, I like the changes, um, which shows you not everything has to be faithful, like, you know, Sin City or, or 300, you know, which I like. That was cool. But yeah. not everything has to be. They did good changes. Yeah, with that said, man, um, Old Boy is just a better screenplay. I think it's an incredible piece of... Cinematic storytelling, especially for its genre. You know, you don't get too many epic stories in the vengeance genre. You know, maybe Count of Monte Cristo, which Old Boy takes some cues from, but I think Old Boy is the gold standard for revenge flicks. Um, the narrative twist is fucked up. Um, the story goes to some very dark places. Dark places, average moviegoers don't like to go. And uh, the, the story is just too fucked up not to recommend. So yeah. I'm going Old Boy. Uh, that takes us to Special Achievement.
1: Uh, I mean, I went with The Crow. Uh, basically, the look and feel and just the whole atmosphere of The Crow. Like I said, uh, it, it was a movie of the times, too. I mean... Uh, it was a movie of the times. Gr- a grunge was going good, and that's kind of more of a depressive music. And when this came out, I mean, like, even people who weren't into that sort of yeah. thing were, like, flocking to this. I mean, it was just such a... Literally, a movie of the times. It's,
0: it's interesting you bring that up. I'm sorry for cutting oh, no, you off. No, you're fine. Um, it was probably my favorite movie for five fucking years. Yeah. I From, mean, like, was... 94 to, like, 99 or something like that. It was, like, my favorite movie. That and, like, Face Off and, you know, a few other movies. Like, that was that was my jam, dude. Well,
1: even today, kids, uh, you know, they always find, or, you know, teens or whatever, they always kind of find their own little phase that they go through. And whenever I, I even see it today, like, some of the people at work and stuff, uh, a younger person will kind of go through that little goth phase or whatever. They go straight for the fucking crow. Everybody <laughs> loves the fucking crow. It was a movie of... Even in the 80s when that shit first started coming up, you know, nothing like The Crow was out then, but you have that here, you know, and and I got a lot of respect for that first, so it's not my scene, never has been, and at 41, I doubt it ever fucking will be. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, I, I got a lot of respect for reviving that and bringing it back and keeping a hold of it even after 25 years. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I'm going with The Crow here. Um, so I, I broke it down to, like, just how these movies,
2: you know, uh, affected society. And, and Old Boy did great. It's one of those, like, it's a Korean movie that did pretty well here. A lot of people in the U.S. Yeah. know, uh, you know, a Korean movie. Which I think is it's pretty... a gateway
0: to foreign films. Absolutely, it is. It
2: is. There's a, I know plenty of people that I've, like, told to watch mm. this. and They've watched it and they've gone. And they've watched other things. And, and it's it's fantastic. But then, you know, it got, like shitty US remake like most oh, foreign fucking films
0: do that too. I'm glad you brought so, that they, don't watch that version yeah, do not watch Josh Brolin if you're, if you're oh, enticed by our no. conversation mm. tonight don't go for the Josh Brolin Spike Lee remake it's dog mm. shit go ahead. yeah it's fucking terrible mm-hmm.
2: um and you know while the sequels to The Crow and a TV show not, like aren't horrible. aren't good like it, it Set this shift culturally in the U.S. with, with the goth movement. So I, I gave it to that. Plus, there's you know a potential reboot with you know Jason Momoa or whatever. Maybe maybe that can can bring some you know eyes back to it or whatever. I think that it just stayed more culturally relevant and and did a good job of mm-hmm. you know showing itself to. I mean, we'll see by the Facebook poll.
0: People clearly oh, you yeah. know have a. Have I a called, called that one this too. movie. So. Yeah, actually, you want to yeah go ahead and say what you oh, called. So
1: I called uh, when he first put that poll up, and it was even. Uh, Brad texted me. And said, hey, sofa's going pretty good. I said, you give it a couple of days. I guarantee you. The crow will double. Yeah. what Old but, Boy but, at point, it, it looked, but at this point, just But at
0: this point, it looked like it was going to be another Blade and Hellboy. It was like one point, and then it would go up by a point, yeah. Yeah. and for then bit Old bit there, Boy man. would go up, and then Crow. And I was like, I don't know if you're going to be correct on this because it was it was a nice uh, little game of tug of war. So give it a couple of days, mm-hmm. and yeah, boom! It just fucking mm-hmm. launched after like day two, and then Old Boy dominated it. So, um, or I'm sorry, the crow dominated yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. So, Jeremy, uh, where are you going for special achievement? I also went with
3: the crow. But I went for finishing, the way that they finished the film without Brandon Lee. Um, so I don't think there was a scene in here where, where I noticed that, that it was done double playing him or, or whatever, but also the way that they cut it to, you know, he died during filming, obviously, so all the editing and and soundtrack and everything just paid an homage to him. I, I read a, a review where somebody said that, that Brandon Lee like haunts every frame that he's in in this film, and I totally agree. Like, he just I, I mean he's, he's the star of the film uh, in more ways than one but but I just
0: think that they did an amazing job of, of pushing through and making a killer film um, after after an accident on set. Right on. Um, I'm going with uh, so the crow exposed millions to Goth. So I'm giving my second rubber chicken in the night. <laughs> I'm just joking, I'm just joking. actually uh, Jeremy, I agree with you 100% I'm going uh, I'm going with the crow. And I'm going with uh, stunts and effects, and I think that's the appropriate way to, to label it. But uh, Brandon Lee's yep. face, man, it was digitally mapped onto a stuntman's body. They did a great job. And it works unless you're paying real close attention. You can't tell. And in all honesty, I don't think I can tell. I mean, I even tried. I think I noticed a few, but I was, like, forcing myself to fl- mm-hmm. to find a flaw. And I think that digital head swap, that, that effect, um, is just it's really effective. Um, the shots never take you out of the movie. And actually, I think some of the in-the-shadow stunt work shots add to probably the final product. And uh, so I'm going with The Crow for doing what they had to do to get the movie in the can and having it turn out as well as they, as they did. I'm mm-hmm. going The Crow.
1: They go supporting. Um, I went with The Crow. Uh, Ernie Hudson. Uh, God, he was just on it. I mean, he—he's not a very. The only thing he's really—that's
0: a—that's a—that's a meme quote right there. Ernie Hudson, man, he was just on it. You want it, Kobe motherfucker, Kobe motherfucker.
1: Because you know, most people just know him from Ghostbusters. You know, and he just kind of faded after that. But he's really fucking good. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm still real <laughs> laughing about that one all night too. But uh, just a, a very believable character. He fleshed that character out. You got the sense that I mean, just. From the first scene when he shows up there at the, the apartment checking on the dead bodies and shit, talking to Sarah. Yeah. He's been a cop for a while. He's got that look, he's got that feel, he's got that tone of voice. Uh, just a great addition with Brandon Lee in there. I thought he did great.
0: Right on. Uh, before we go to you, Kyle, uh, did you know that Cameron Diaz was offered the role of Shelly in The Crow, but she turned it down because she didn't like the script?
1: Yeah, well, look where she's Smart at now. Smart woman. <laughs> <laughs> I mean,
0: could you, like, can you imagine Cameron Diaz reading this? And it's just like, um, sh- she just gets Beaten, raped. <laughs> okay. So I have no lines. So I just get to get beaten and raped. Cool. That's can, my Tuesday can night. <laughs> can, can, can she not get beaten, raped? I mean, does she does she come back with vengeance with the crow? N- no, you None. just get beaten, raped. Well, I think I'm gonna go do uh, the uh, something The mask. Yeah, yeah, the, mask. To the mask. I'm gonna go do, do the mask. I okay, think.
4: Yeah. I'm, not, I'm
0: not gonna do that. Mm-hmm. You know, nobody gets
1: well beaten. fucking raped. <laughs> and I don't think anybody fucks their sister. <laughs>
0: Okay,
2: Kyle. Um, well, Ernie Hudson is easily the best performance in The Crow. Ji uh, oh. tai Yu is hands down the best supporting actor. He played uh, Wu Jin Lee in Old Boy. He is fucking just menacing, and he makes the like hairs just fucking stand up on the back of my mm, neck. Like, like every good. time he's on screen, he's got a very you know uh, Patrick Bateman. Uh, from American Psycho kind of vibe oh, to yeah, him, like yeah. you can just totally tell the dude is just fucking on it every time he's on screen. Like, it's weird that you in in some ways can kind of feel sympathy for him, even though you know he's this like fucking just evil dickhead, who, like fucked his sister and then. So you lost just, him that way. Uh, <laughs> no, but no, there like even like those scenes like thing. when he comes back, it yeah, comes it back. You know, after the scene where she kills herself, like he's he's got this like air to him that's like almost sympathetic but then he you know turns it back around to, to being that asshole and that, that moment when he freaks out and stabs the fucking dude in the, uh, the lab yeah. like it just comes out of nowhere and he just straightens himself up and he's he's back to normal so, yeah, that Patrick
1: know. Bates comparison was a good yeah. one too yeah. I loved
2: him Jeremy I am using
3: like Seth tie for
2: supporting um, and it's both the names of Eric Ernie I've in, if you you. I, I think both of them um in their
3: respective films they elevated everything they're in um Ernie Hudson uh, is, is really the best actor in, in the movie.
4: Uh, he doesn't have
3: the most to do, but I think
0: that he brings it, and, and everything Kyle said i think been do is, is absolutely correct. He just took that role, and he made it something really special, um, so I'm giving a point to each movie. Nice, nice. Um, I'm going with The Crow, and uh, I'm going with Ernie Hudson. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, Kyle, I understand 100% if you want to give me shit on this one. Mm-hmm. Um both of these movies are one man shows, but uh, so this is like this is a very selfish award for me. Mm. And uh, you know, Ernie Hudson, I don't think he really does anything special in this movie, oh, really but uh, like you know, no, nothing yeah. like nothing no, that blows you bro. away. Like, you know, like I like your supporting, that's a great pick. Um, but I always forget that he's in the crew, and yeah. it's always that nice surprise when he shows up for the first time. You're like, oh man, I forgot fucking Ernie Hudson's in this, you know, and it's it's cool to see him in something else that's worth a shit besides <laughs> Ghostbusters. And uh, sometimes, dude, sometimes, and Yep you know, this this is where I kind of like fall right sometimes it's just cool to see an actor you like you know and I seriously enjoy him in this movie I think he has some good chemistry with Brandon Lee um no yeah, I'm gonna go with Ernie Hudson right so on. that's where I'm going that takes us to best lead uh, I had to go with Brandon Lee the what, what?
2: Uh, oh okay.
1: okay. <laughs> oh fucking K okay.
0: we'll go on this one I don't know if I can quote all that
1: <laughs> what uh, yeah I'm, I'm
2: baffled. I just don't know
0: if I can spell all that <laughs> woo God <I'm, laughs>
1: I think he he was well on his way to having his old man status, you know. I mean, just he did. He does. does. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but but he missed a bunch uh-huh. in between uh-huh. there. You know, he this is his Enter the Dragon. Um, uh-huh. You know, I, I've seen. I can't. Rapid Fire was the only other movie I saw on him, and he wasn't that great. But there was just he was just born for this role, and again, like, it's exactly like Keith Ledger. You know, born to play the Joker dies. Uh Brandon Lee, he was born to play the crow. He had that build. Uh he had that voice, the way he delivered his lines, and the action scenes. Man, that guy. he was good. Yeah, he was I'm not really going to tell you if good. I'm going there
0: yet, but I dude, you know, own it. I think
1: that's uh, I think it's a good pick. I really not really believe he could have had his old man's film status. <laughs> <laughs> his career, the way he was going and it it happened way I mean, it shouldn't have happened at all, but it did. He just got cut off immediately. I think he really could yeah, have I think
0: have been he would something. have been a superstar after this, I really do. All right, Kyle,
1: what are you on? Man, I, I totally disagree. Not
2: not only because min C. Choi as Daisuo is fucking incredible. The, the, the incredible performance. Incredible performance. But Brandon Lee, to me, is fucking awful in this. Oh, I don't man. like him. I, I don't think he has charisma. I don't really? think... Really? I, wow. think, I think there are so many fucking choices in this movie that he makes. Where I'm just like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, I, I don't... I don't get the appeal of Brandon Lee in this at all. I think he is only the status he's at because he fucking died during this movie. Yeah, I um, disagree So percent But Min- Min Choi, there are so many, like, moments and emotions this guy has to go through. Like, he's this fucking... He plays a great drunk at the beginning of the fucking yeah. movie. Uh, plays that crazy man who's locked in the apartment. That fucking scene where he just walks up to the mirror and his hair's all out and he's just kind of smiling at himself. There's so much in just that little fucking moment that just, like, is fucking incredible. And he turns into the, the revenge guy, and he's a guy that has to, you know, cry and laugh and, and be a fucking badass, and, you know, Brandon Lee does some great physical stuff in The Crow, but so does, you know, Minsik Choi. That, that hammer fight is, is him doing that shit. Like, it's fucking great. I'm going with that. All right, Jeremy, where are you going? Yeah, I'm on the same basis, Kyle Minsik
3: Choi. Um, he got fit enough to do most of his stunts in this. I think he's in every
2: scene of the movie. I don't think there's a scene without him in it in Oldboy. I uh, there's some scenes that, where but, like, where the, you're with the bad guy And stuff that he's not in But
3: Well he, he, he's in almost
2: every
1: scene yeah. then. Um, Did you He, he, he ad libs
2: a ton of it <laughs> So like the, dr- the drunk
3: scenes at the beginning Is all him ad-libbing um, mm. And he ad-libs a bunch at the end In um, kind of the final scene in the penthouse So even the fight song um, He made that up on the spot uh, as he's doing it, and barking like a dog, all of that mm. is, is partially
0: scripted, partially him just making things up on the spot. So I, I think he's got to go. go um, he's got to get my point for best lead. I'm right there with you and Kyle. I'm going Sik Choi from Old Um This guy trained for six weeks. He lost 20 pounds. He got in shape for the role of Daisu. Um, he did most of his own stunts, like you guys said. Um, he ad-libbed most of his penthouse scenes. Mm. um his rage out scenes are so intense he goes from dopey drunk to this mad dog to this broken man just really impressive work um honestly he's just a better actor than brandon lee and and that's all there is to it but don't worry if you uh if you're listening and you're a fan of brandon lee i'm gonna give him some love later but uh he's he's clearly the better actor min Min sig Choi. so going old boy best
1: scene uh my second tie for the night um Mm. Old boy, I went with Hammer Time in the hallway in the elevator. <laughs> I fucking, time. I fucking love How that scene. You're not, right? it, it is, it's simply fucking amazing for uh, reasons that have been stated previously. But uh, I also gave the other one to The Crow: massacre at the meeting. Just mm, a whole massacre scene. At the meeting, yeah, I think. when he's standing there talking to him, and then when Top Dollar just goes, you know, I'm fucking bored already. Somebody kill him." Disappears. And then, moment he starts yanking people underneath the table to the very end of that scene. Oh,
2: no one can find him under the table, though. Yeah, this right. is a table? And everyone's looking under, and no one can see <laughs> him. And then they just start getting pulled under the table. And I'm like, great. how do you not fucking see him? You all have like fucking UZIs, and you're shooting
0: under there.
1: No
2: one can hit
0: him. He's, he's, he's
1: getting shot left and fucking right. Yeah, I mean, it's what, just a yeah. great fight
0: scene. I love it. Yeah. What's even better there too is like Brandon Lee picks up those two guns, mm-hmm. and if you watch it, man, it's like bottomless magazines. Like he's just like he never like switches out like cartridges. He just blows the. Fuck out of everybody, it's like maybe probably dozens of shots out of those just those cartridges. Probably yeah. good that there wasn't anything in there. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot more people would died in this movie. Can you imagine <laughs> everybody
2: dead? <laughs> just, just, just the key grip survived so he, he finished the movie by himself.
0: You want to? You want to hear the saddest uh, fucking story ever told? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Go watch The Crow. <laughs> All
0: right,
2: uh, Wayne, you said it. Hammer time. Yeah, that hammer fight is just. I don't know. It is just something is about fucking that fucking amazing. scene that is just so fucking fun. I love watching it every goddamn time. Like, it's a scene that just every once in a while I'm just in the mood to, like, put on on YouTube and just watch him just, like, fucking go and just beat the shit out of people with just a fucking claw clawbacked hammer. Just fucking, I don't know. There's not a whole lot to say. Just, like, if you've never seen Old Boy, just go watch that scene It'll on make YouTube. You watch It'll movie. make you want to watch the movie. Jeremy? Oh, yeah. The same thing. Hammer. Hall, the hammer scene in the Hall.
3: Hammer time, Jeremy! Hammer time! hammer time.
1: time. Yeah, hammer time, do, hammer
3: time do, in the do. Hall. Um, I, I mean, it, even if the rest of the movie was crap, it's worth watching the movie mean, <laughs> that scene. Agreed.
4: I mean, I mean it, it's just great. And the way that they filmed it, like, obviously there's not a side on,
3: on the side of the camera to, to that, like, hallway, but you can tell that they're in a confined space and that their motions are, like, being restricted because of that. It's just a really cool, very authentically real scene, uh, again, we mentioned it earlier, but, you know, Daisu, Sue's not, he's like, he's not, like, kicking ass, he's not going through there and using his Avengers God powers to destroy everybody, it's a real fight
0: for him, um, it's just an amazing scene. Yeah, I'm right there with you guys, clean sweep, I'm going with uh, Hammer Time Woo! in Old Boy, man, if you need a reason to see Old Boy, <clears throat> that's it.
1: Yeah, it is, yeah. You
0: know, fucking Hammer Time is it, man, watching Daisu rip through a hallway full of bad guys, uh, with a hammer, is so satisfying in one continuous shot. Mm-hmm. One continuous shot. It's so awesome. It's raw. It's violent. It's just perfect cinema. Even the Daredevil TV show paid homage mm-hmm. to it. So um, it almost took my defining moment. But i uh, got other plans in store for it. But it's just yeah. fucking awesome. Awesome scene. That takes us to our next category, defining moment.
1: Uh, I went with Old Boy when uh, <clears throat> he first starts to escape. Well, he he knocks that brick out of the wall and he sticks his hand out and touches touches the the rain. Yeah, the rain. And he's just, oh, he's just rubbing all over his face. This is a man who has seen nothing but these four walls for 15 years. And he's touching rain for the first time in 15 years. I can just about imagine that moment for him. You know, just that itty-bitty taste of freedom of getting your hand out there and feeling that rain. You know, and he showed it when he he just went nuts with it. You know that kind of I mean, it just kind of. I mean, you, you get the idea. Of course, that he's been in there for 15 years. He's marking himself, jacking off in front of the TV, <laughs> and, you know, shit like that. But that's when it really clicked with me. Like, my God, this guy got fucked when he just desperate to get some of that outside freedom. Yeah, it's like rain would be such an inconvenience for us We'd be like, ah, oh, fuck. Oh, he, he, would like just him. He's naked. just like,
2: oh my God, fucking Tim Robbins at the end of fucking. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, for me, I'm also going with Old Boy, um, and I, I mentioned it earlier in, in passing. But it's that when he looks in the mirror, and it's that, and that hair is puffed out, and like you're starting to really see the onset of him going fucking mad, and he's got those eyes just and his crooked teeth, and he's just like smiling at himself in the fucking mirror just over and over and over again. Like I that th- that just sticks me. as much as the the hammer fight's amazing, but like when I and stuff, but when I think of. Old boy, like that image pops into my head every fucking time. And I don't know why. Which it's image just, is it? The, the one where like he's in his apartment and he like looks in the mirror. It's before he breaks it the first time oh, okay, and tries yeah, to kill himself. He's just like his hair just, like yeah, yeah, it's yeah, the first yeah, time yeah, we yeah. see his hair like puffed yeah. out and everything. Yeah, it's fucking gorgeous. Dude, you
0: know what moment I love with him? It's where mm-hmm. the guy's gonna rip out his teeth. Oh yeah. And mm-hmm. he he, uh, he tells him something and, and he didn't rip him out, he's gonna rip him out for real this time. Mm-hmm. And he just gets all wide eyed, and he just starts fucking laughing. laughing, bucking, laughing. laughing him, it's like, oh my god, dude, this guy is nuts, man. Yeah, I love it. So, Jeremy, where are you going for defining moment?
3: I love with the crow, um, and, and I put down that, that scene where you know Eric has just come back from the grave, literally, and he's going through all of his things, and it's kind of like showing these pictures of his life, um, and he. Decides to be something, someone different. He puts the makeup on, and then you know the um, character is revealed. and And this isn't like a character we know, right? It's not Superman. It's not you know the whole. It, it's it's. You probably didn't read the Crow comic before you. I still haven't read the Crow comic um, before you went into this movie. So I just thought that was a really cool superhero reveal, and they get a lot of information about Eric in that short scene just through these pictures and.
0: The thing that he's going through. Yeah, I just want—I you know—one question, man. Where's the rest of his fucking band? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what were they called? Like the Hangman's nod hangman's or Hangman's? Yeah, yeah, is it Hangman's joke? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, where are these fuckers, yep. man? will <laughs> get told his just died. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, they got the fuck out of Dodge. <laughs> <laughs> they hired Nathan. <laughs> <laughs> Do I get to see Nathan playing against the Crow? He needs to go as the crow. <laughs> Dude, after this podcast is done, we have to find, you have to send me the quote of what you said about Nathan. Oh, okay. I think that's fucking, I disagree in a way, but I understand. Yeah, I, I, I'm right there with Brad. Fully. It's weird. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> no, I get you. Okay. I see your vision,
4: Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: that's so fucking funny. Anyway, um, my defining moment, man, I already talked about it earlier, but my defining moment is the soundtrack uh, from The Crow. And uh, I've been playing it nonstop for the last two weeks. When you came over, you got here about five thirty. Yeah, yeah, you. Were it was playing. playing. It. Um, I think it holds up twenty five years later, and I think it makes. I think it makes the movie better. I think the music makes the movie it. better. Um, it's rare when a soundtrack just complements a movie so perfectly. Um, I gushed about it during you know best soundtrack. So um, I'll let it let it rest there. But I'm going with the crow. So. Cousin Wayne, best director.
1: Uh, I went with Alex Pryas from The Crow. Uh, My one big bitch, or two bitches, about Old Boy was one The (coughs) directing just didn't... I I know this guy's a big deal, but it seemed very amateurish. Hmm. Very much. And Alex Pryas, this was his first, uh, from what I read, full-length movie. And he just did an amazing fucking job with it. I I definitely had to go with him. Okay. Man, there
2: there are yeah, shots.
0: Yeah, I, I, I will yeah. disagree with that one. There are shots in the crow, but I'll agree with you. Like, you'll you'll understand. <laughs> 50, 50. Yeah, there 50.
2: are shots in the crow, like when you see from the crow's eye. That is so fucking stupid. Where it's like spinning and black and white, and it's like, what the fuck are the is he doing here? Like you can tell it's a first time filmmaker like it's i think it's a, a fucking mess a lot I of i thought times. Of it was i think, I think you're
0: beaten up just a little too much like, and i think i think, I, think, it, I know i think there are decent action
2: movies i think there are times when, i think there are times when it's it's fine um. even good sometimes but there are a lot of moments where it's like
1: he was just like i'm going to try something here and it fails hmm. really well, my my big bitch fellow boy the, the editing am i the only one that thought the editing was horrible in that Probably yeah, I, mean, I think you're the
0: only one in the world. Yes. <laughs> no, I. Yeah, I, mean, I, th- I will just shut my ass on that one <laughs> I think, oh, there's no
1: award for that. Yeah.
2: <laughs> uh, I think. I think Old Boy is uh, really fucking good. I, I don't oh, think it, it is. I don't, it think, is. It I don't it's it. think it's so perfect. I that. think, but I think there's a, a lot of stuff we can go back. Hammer fight scene. That alone is like such a wonderfully shot thing. Just stagnant, you know, slowly moving camera with on, on just the fucking hallway One with the missing wall. Shot. Yeah, it's it it's was so great, yeah. so fucking gorgeous. Uh, I Wait, think.
0: Real, let me get this right. There's a hallway fight scene in this movie and
2: uh, and he, incest. He, and incest. They're not the same he, scene. He
0: fucked his daughter. Yeah. Okay.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: And another guy <laughs> fucks his sister in it. Okay. But he didn't fuck his daughter on purpose. Okay. It's just watch it again.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Plan on it. <laughs> no, no, yeah. part for me. Okay. Jeremy, where are you going? Oh, I went with Bart
3: Young. I mean, I, The Crow is just so inconsistent for,
0: for me. Mm-hmm. Um, like, there's those, those scenes at the end, uh, or near the end when
4: he's, like, jumping on the rooftops that, like, almost do your thin vision
3: vibe, but they don't use that style anywhere else in the movie. Um, I think that there's some moments of greatness in, in The Crow in what is overall not a real refined movie. And I, I just think that that old boy... Um, you know, it, it's telling the story and using every, every piece of of, of the puzzle. Um, so it, it's just a better make
4: film to
0: me. All right, I'm going with my first tie of the night. Um, first off, Chan-wook Park, I think, is just on a whole nother level, of, just a whole nother level of filmmaking. I think Old Boy is just a sadistic masterpiece. It's directed with an intensity that few people could pull off. And I'm talking about like Kubrick or coppola like filmmaking and uh and i I don't say that lightly at all and there's a reason he's considered the goat in south korea you know and old boy is just visually appealing the narrative is inventive it's not just shock and awe you know like uh like serbian film or a human centipede Mm. it's so much more it's a korean you know masterpiece and chan wook park nailed it he deserves all the fucking accolades um he deserves it um, but I also uh, I think Alex Proyas deserves this category for different reasons. Um, he's not on that same level as Park, but The Crow was his first movie, and I think he handled it well. Um, with all the crap, man, that was going on behind the scenes, people high on cocaine, multiple accidents, <laughs> the death of Brandon Lee, I mean, he turned in a great movie. Mm. Um, he turned in a cult classic that people really connected with, that people really love, Even if the studio executives were holding his hand the whole fucking time, what a fucking experience for a first time director. You know, so I had to go with a tie. And uh, that takes us to Wild Card. Um,
1: this, uh, I don't know if this has been mentioned or not, but there were incest in both of these films. What?
0: Incest? Oh, yeah, incest. Are I you know. going to
1: do your favorite incest scene? <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, I am. Yeah.
1: I'm going to give way. it to uh, Best Incest Award to Old Boy. Yes. <laughs> for fucking her with enthusiasm. <laughs> <laughs> and the dialogue delivered
0: while he's Fucking her with enthusiasm award. Yeah, oh. what, are you, what are you calling this award?
1: I call it the best incest okay, award. I can, in can't keep it in the pants. Keep it in the family. Why <laughs> <wouldn't
0: even laughs> If You get can't it keep in it in your pants. Keep it in the family award. <laughs> and I mean, he's just.
1: Bone in her and the shit she's saying this hurts so bad but I'm gonna do it for you god I hope
0: oh. it feels good Ch- change that on your paper so I, I can edit the website <laughs> later um, keep it if you can't keep it in your pants keep it in the family award <laughs> but yeah that's what I gave it to
4: oh, that's <laughs> real
2: wincest there <laughs> <That's> nice <laughs> um for me, I'm going with the nineties wrestling award. You know where I'm going with this? I'm going with the crow. Cause one of my favorite wrestlers of the nineties was Sting. Okay? Like early Sting, the Surfer Sting, blonde hair, you know. Oh yeah, the Really blue like pants. cool. Yeah. yeah. But then somewhere in the mid-90s he changed. Uh-huh. And he was a guy that sat in the rafters and he had black hair yeah. and he had white face paint with black on yeah, it. A and he bat. became one of the coolest yeah. fucking like characters in wrestling history. And, uh, no one in wrestling ever killed anyone with a hammer that I know of. So, it, old boy doesn't take it. Uh, so, I fucking, uh, I love Sting so much that I had to give <laughs> a point to the crow because it directly influenced,
0: uh, that character And you character know why he dressed change. like that, don't you? What? Because the crow was so badass. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Sure. <laughs> You don't see him dressed like the fucking mask. Yeah. He, saw,
2: <laughs> he saw Eddie Furlong as the crow and really wanted to be oh, oh.
0: about a piece of shit. <laughs> oh, that was bad. Oh, I watched that, no. too. Because you know who directed that? uh uh-huh. Real quick plug, the guy who directed um, Six String Samurai. What? Yeah. No, fucking... Six- is Six- that the one where David Boreanaz is the bad guy, too? I don't even know Another The guy name. from Angel but Edward Furlong <laughs> Yeah he was in it As the Crow Oh that was shit it's The biggest piece of shit From a director that I thought Was going to be somebody And then he just took a nosedive After that and did oh, nothing. Oh he really Yeah, oh, yeah Anyway Wow so, he shit the best <laughs> Some video landers Will get that reference Six Ring Samurai Check Ryan it out will, but
1: I think that's it <laughs> Yeah maybe <laughs>
0: Jeremy watch your wild card man My wild card is going to be A commitment award for For the actors And I'm
3: going with Old boy um, we brought it up a little bit earlier, but like Minsky to he loses twenty pounds for the role, learns enough uh, you know, stunt work that he does his own stunt and then he gains it all back to shoot the the drunk beginning scenes at the beginning or you know, after um after he's filmed the rest of, of the movie and uh two times zoo uh, learned yoga for, for the role. He, he didn't quite pull off, uh, uh, that pose at the end without some help, but, um, he still went in and like all of, of the actors in this film went in and like learned a new skill to be the best that they could be in the film. Um, so I, I'm giving a commitment award to
1: old boy. See, sí. Okay, uh, Brandon Lee fucking died for the Crow. Isn't that more of a commitment? <laughs> no. he, didn't, he didn't commit to
2: that. Someone else
0: committed <laughs> it for him. So uh, you want me to put this down as commitment award? Yeah. Okay, and what's yours title, Kyle?
2: Uh, 90s Wrestling Award.
0: Nicely, okay. All right, I have a lot to say here, man, so I hope I can get it out correctly. Um, the Crow just turned 25 this year. You know, and so I thought it would be great uh, just to call this category the uh, the Brandon Lee Remembrance Award. All right on. And uh, he didn't get my Best Actor, uh, but I thought he brought something unique to the Crow man. He brings a silent rage that I don't think many people could God, pull kid. off. You know, without looking stupid. Yeah. You know, I don't think he looks stupid. I think there's a silent rage to him that really works. Um, you know what I mean? I don't know. There's something there, and there's. There's no doubt in my mind that this would have been that this would have catapulted him to success. I mean he this would have been his breakout movie. Um, I remember watching the crew. I think we watched it together in, oh, at, yeah. the, at the mall theater I think. And But I remember watching it, and I, I remember being blown away by his performance. Like I said, it was my favorite movie. We rented
1: it when it first came out. Dude. It was my we favorite
0: movie in 94, dude. Like I said, it was my favorite movie for years. I don't know where it stands now. I mean, there's so many good movies. That was the first movie
1: out. I ever saw more than once in a theater. Yeah. I,
0: that was younger me. I mean, tons of movies blow this out of the water now. But mm. 94, it's a big fucking deal. And I remember... Uh, just being sad that I would never see him on screen again. You know, I, you know, you wrapped up with the press and everything that's going on. And, you know, you experience that feeling again with Heath, Heath Ledger, you know, when he yeah. died. And it's just a really bizarre feeling mm. and just a really bizarre thing to experience as a viewer, you know, as a, as a cinephile that, you know, this guy died you're watching like his, mm. you know, his, his last moments of life on screen, you know, mm. and it's just really weird. And to really spice up this category, I want to quote Roger Ebert. He said something that I think is very controversial, and uh, he said not only was this Brandon Lee's best film, uh, because you know he did Rapid Fire, a couple other Showdown films. Yeah, Showdown, Little Tokyo. But he said it was uh, better than any of his father's, and uh, and I agree, I agree one hundred percent. And we've you know well Bruce Lee's been a big um, conversation piece in video land. Um, I don't think any of Bruce Lee's movies are better than The Crow. Um, fucking fight me, man, fight me. Hmm. I honestly I'm don't. 50/50. I will take I... The Crow over Enter the Dragon any day of the week. I don't know. I think that's controversial, though. What do you think? Uh, you you may be right. Um, I remember. I been so long. Fists of Fury
1: was a really great movie, and I'm trying to in my head trying to remember if I would think that that was better than The Crow today. Mm-hmm. But uh, to say that The Crow is better than *Into the Dragon, that I will agree with.
4: Yeah, I know you're going to disagree,
0: that. right, Kyle? Uh, I but mean, you're not what, a huge fan of Into the Dragon, well, even.
1: No, uh, but, I
2: mean, we'll find out in the next category. But, uh, you know, I don't even like The Crow. I yeah. think it's a bad movie.
0: Okay, what do you think, Jeremy? Do you think it's better than any Bruce Lee's movies? Uh hmm.
3: Well, Bruce Lee is great not because of his acting, right?
4: I, mm-hmm. I, I, read, I, I told you earlier that I'd read that, that review that said
3: that Brandon Lee kind of like haunts every... There's just something in the scenes that he's in that's special, like you said, and so I'd agree with that, but I don't know if the movie itself... It's so unapologetically 90s and I love it for that, but I don't know that a whole number
0: well. Yeah. If I had two movies so, in my hand, Jeremy, and I said... We're going to hang out tonight. We're going to have a couple beers. We're watching Enter the Dragon or The Crow. Which one are you picking? Uh, I, I, you're right.
4: I'd probably
3: pick The
0: Crow. Yeah, so would I, I think. And uh, I also wanted to quote an article from RiotFest.com. They said The Crow is something of a Rorschach test. Uh, many hmm. people see different things when they see the logo. What do you see? I'm paraphrasing a little bit there. But for me, you know, I see the unfortunate death of Brandon Lee. I, I see a gateway to comics, uh, and it reminds me of the importance of a great soundtrack. You know, and uh, so seriously, I don't know. What, what what do you see when you see that logo of the Crow?
1: You I, know, it brings back a lot of nostalgia for me. Back yeah. when I wasn't so set in my ways, um, uh, a fun fun time in my life. Yeah. You know, I, I I had some friends, and she just just I was always that was a time in my life when I was just. I'd gotten my license and shit. And yeah. I, really, I had a badass Trans-Am. <laughs> you know, just, I felt like I had, and then the crow comes out. I mean, I just. So that, that logo
0: kind of reminds you of your youth? It does. A little it was bit? a yeah. fun time of
1: my
2: life. Yeah, I, I made way into
0: of... cinema, probably. A little you bit. You know, a little yeah. bit. Yeah, yeah. Well, what do you see when you see that? dog shit?
2: <laughs> <laughs> a goth masturbatory piece? <laughs> yes, uh, yeah. Yeah, I, 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 man, like, watching that Facebook poll, I was just like, What the fuck is happening here? Like, and like, you even read, like, the stuff underneath, like, anyone that, like, said they liked it was just like, oh yeah, it was badass! But then, like, people talking about Old Boy are like, here's, this is why I like Old Boy, and, like, you know, give details and stuff. I think there's just something, uh, you know, sometimes nostalgia hits a certain movie, and. I don't. I don't know. It, it. This. I had never watched it until we
1: did okay. this version. So, so that logo so that, doesn't, that, mean anything doesn't mean anything. It's just. I yeah. think the a poll would have been a lot closer if more people had seen old. Yeah. Boy. Yeah, I don't. Th- uh, I don't or, think old
2: boy is in everyone's repertoire. So yeah, I th- yeah and, I, and I think, and I don't think a lot of pe- these people have like seen the crow in a long time I either. I think that helps.
0: Yeah. Helps yeah. it too. And just to end my point, Jeremy. So what do you, what do you see when you see this crow logo? What does it What does it mean to you? I mean, it represents the angst of that era, right? I Mm -hmm. I said it before, I don't think the film holds up real well. I think it's a really fun film because
4: it, like, immediately takes you back to, like, the music of the era,
3: the feeling of, like, these teenage, you you know, Wayne was talking about the the freedom he had with his car and everything. I I think the movie represents all of what that 90s teenager
1: angst was. Mm -hmm. That, that time, like, disappeared pretty quick. It was it was a quick phase. It was right, a blip on the radar. But, but the
3: Quirrell, like, represents that, um, and
0: it makes you remember that. Yeah. And so just overall, man, I already gave two points to the soundtrack, so I'm not going to do that again. This is just going straight to Brandon Lee. This is just me paying my respects to him 25 years later, so just rest in peace, man. So right going with the Quirrell. Right um, that takes us to Best Picture.
1: Well, I'd used up both my ties. I, I had problems with both of these movies. And I had things that I loved about both of these movies. But I asked myself the question that you asked Jeremy. So, I, if I'm going to have a few beers, some pizza, you know, a few like whatever. you can going to choose The Crow or you're going to choose Old Boy. I'm going to watch The Crow again before I watch Old Boy again. Just, um, the, the Crow to me is a little more fun. A little more exciting. I, I don't have to think too much more on it than I do. And oh boy, once you've got that that mystery has been unraveled, you've got just a few key scenes to enjoy. And that's really it throughout the whole movie, for me. Uh, like I said, I'm not going to shit on either one of these, but I'm not going to praise. But I
0: think you could say the same things like about Psycho and you know things like that. Once you once you know the yeah. mystery,
4: but like what's I said, the point? It, but just I think just it's, choosing
1: between two yeah. movies, I was like, which one do I like a little bit better? Yeah. Like I I don't want to shit on either one of them, and I'm not going to give either one of them a whole hell of a lot of praise yeah. either, but I, I went with The Crow.
0: And I will say, if you're looking for one movie that looks better on the projector, that's the fucking Crow. <laughs> the Crow's badass on the fucking 100-inch screen. It looks good on a 63-inch screen. Yeah.
2: <laughs> um so last year for Pantheon, I nominated *Children of Men*, but a lot of people don't know that my second choice was uh, *Old Boy*. Up. Rest in peace. <laughs> Rest in <laughs> it did not make it, it, it buy a vote. <laughs> Crashed
0: and burned. Um,
4: but I thought,
2: I thought *Old Boy* was my second choice. I almost put it up for Pantheon, but I, I, I went with *Children of Men*. Oh, nice. So obviously, uh, for me, I think *Old Boy* is is the better film here. Uh, now it, it's just it's one of those stories. I disagree. I, I think you can go back and watch this and still like. It's almost it's more heart wrenching to watch it a second, a third, fourth time because you're like you know what this guy is about to go fucking go through, and it's yeah. so
1: yeah. fucking terrible. A lot of the suspense has gone for me though on that second viewing. Sure, but it, like
4: I'm again, always like, what the
1: fuck? <laughs> <though?"> yeah, <laughs> yeah, even even though I know he fucks his
2: daughter, like I'm still every time I'm like, Ugh, oh god, his damn, daughter. It. every time just he with eats that sushi, was, God, <laughs> but I think it's it's really well shot. I think the music is great. I think the acting is fucking top notch. Uh, it's it's just a movie that like you know, I want people to see, too. Yeah, if, if it's definitely. something like, someone's like, hey, give me a recommendation for a foreign film, Old Boy's usually one of the yeah, top films I top, throw at yeah. people. Yeah, um, yeah, I'll go with that. So, that's why I went with that.
0: Jeremy, where are you going for Best Picture? Um, to, to me, it's Old Boy, hands down. Uh, I, I
3: just think that it's, it's a, a, an adventure from beginning to end. I'm drawn in. Um, if, if you're going to ask, like, what are the top five foreign films that you have to see if you love movies, if you haven't seen it, you don't really love movies, Old Boy's on there, no matter what order. There's a few others that I think um, you put in there, too, but Old Boy's one of them. The Crow, I think, is loved by people who are in that 35 to 45-year-old range, and I think anybody older than that and anybody younger than that won't get why it's so important and don't don't love it as much, whereas uh, I, I think that, that Old Boy is going to stand up. You, you can watch that in 10 years, and...
2: The story of revenge is still relevant.
0: Right on. Damn good point too. Yeah, I've only tied this category a few times, and uh, I think it's fair to tie this category once again, um, only because my final score, guys, is ten to eight. The Crow. Nice. And uh, that's not saying I like like the Crow more. It's not. Yeah. It's just it. it, it, uh, Usually that's how it goes, but for this, there's a. There was, uh, you know, like my respect to Brandon Lee. The the, the score soundtrack took two. Mm-hmm. So there was a, a couple of awards that piled up, you know. Um, but to me, these movies were really close for completely different reasons. And, uh, you know, I, I think I'd rather watch The Crow, but I respect Old Boy more, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, if I'm just looking for an entertaining vengeance flick, I'm popping in The Crow on the 100-inch projector. You know, listening to music, having fun. Um, if I'm studying filmmaking... I'm watching Old Boy, you know? The Crow is a cult classic. I respect it for that. And, and Old Boy is considered one of the best foreign films ever made. You know, The, the Crow was a gate gateway film for me, comics, uh, soundtracks. Old Boy was a, a gateway to Korean cinema, you know? So it was one of the first foreign films I ever watched, you know, next to fucking, like, probably Amelie, you know? Yeah. Um, and, and a few others. But, uh, yeah, man, Old Boy is just old boys amazing crows amazing just different different reasons um, it isn't like old boy isn't for everyone all right no. but it, I think it's a, it I think but neither it's is a, the crow no no exactly I think it's a brush of fresh air though for the genre old boy mm. uh, and in my opinion if you haven't seen vengeance um, you haven't seen vengeance until you've seen old boy and uh, so man I you know what else am I supposed to do I think I, I think I go with a tie I really do so well, I'm going with the tie that. on this and uh... Cousin Wayne, any final comments before we we take a break? Uh,
1: Both of the, I had a neat watch. I watched the Old Boy with you a long, long time ago, and I've watched the Crow with you a long, long time ago. And I it's been a long time since I've seen either one. This was a great episode. I think they both matched up as far as scores, plots, incest. I don't know if we mentioned that. (laughs) Um, Was there a hammer fight in either of these movies? (laughs) I think there wasn't one. Some kind of hallway. I'm I'm not (laughs) sure. But uh, this was a great episode. I think these were great movies that we pinned up with each other and.
0: All right, good time. Any final comments before we take a break?
1: Yeah, I
2: mean, I hadn't seen the crow when I came in, um, and uh, you know, usually, you know, I, at the end when I get the best picture, I'll, I'll count up my votes and be like, okay, this one kind of won. I just knew. Well, but by, by the time halfway through the crow, I was just like, yeah, it ain't taking any much from me, <laughs> uh, and an old blue boy uh, blew it away in points for me too. So, I. I yeah, I said I almost put it up for Pantheon last year, so I obviously think it's a fucking great movie. So. Jeremy, any final comments before we take a break? Well, just one of the things I love about Versus is the way that we have
4: to look at the films. I, I was with Kyle um, that, you know, I wasn't blown
3: away by the pro like I was the first time that I saw it, but when you take a critical look, I mean, I gave it way more points than I, I thought I would, and, and I don't think that any of those um, were misplaced. You know, I think it earned... Them so so and, and that's happened to me a couple times with these versus episodes. You put these films up and you have to say this is the category. This is what we're judging it by. Um, so I had a lot of fun. Great episode, I
0: think. Awesome. We will count the golden idols and we will be right back with the results. We are back. Before we give the golden idol results, what movie won the Facebook poll, Kyle?
2: Well, I mean, we mentioned it a few times uh, during yeah. the podcast, but the crow got eighty-one, and old boy had thirty-five. So it was, oh, a, it was almost a triple. Yeah, oh, it was God. a clear, clear runaway. But I, a lot, most of the comments are in favor of old boy. So it was like a lot of people yeah. like, "Hey, I'm voting the crow," but why? So
1: I think it's because they made I th- I th- I it's, so. it's a bigger name. How many crow, of those people
0: do you think voted for crow have seen old boy?
2: I At least half have never seen yeah, Old Boy. Here, least I, I, I
1: think the poll would have been a lot closer if more people had watched Old Boy.
0: So
2: people like Josh Moore said, I've watched The Crow four times in hopes of seeing what everyone else sees in the film. Every time I'm disappointed. I'm going for Old Boy here. It's a slow burn in the beginning, but then it's nonstop after that. Uh, Giselle Butler said, Anytime someone mentions The Crow, it's an automatic yes for me, unless they're discussing the reboot. It's uh, one of my all-time favorite films. She'll but, be disappointed to yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh george west said i don't understand how this vote is so close the crow is a good film with some nice stylistic moments but that's about it old boy is goat level cinema
0: i said goat earlier too um
2: george uh kakoris said i'd have to watch old boy in order to say it but i like the crow and i think it but i think a lot of that might just be nostalgia which we brought up a couple times tonight too so right on jeremy what do you think about that poll is that how you expected it to go
3: I think it would be closer. I, I, I mean, I don't know. Maybe people are are thinking that the reader of all boys because mm-hmm. that is their hero
0: vote. But um, I thought throw would win, but I, I thought it'd be closer. Right on, and Kyle, you counted the golden idols when we took a break. Mm-hmm. So, who was tonight's winner? This one was fucking close.
2: Like all the way up until the yeah. till the very end. Uh, you know, I didn't have any ties, so. Three points went to Old Boy and edged it towards the end. Uh, old Boy ended up with forty-one, Crow thirty-four. Wow. Mm. But they were they were uh, in a dead tie, I believe, uh, on all the way up to the director.
0: Nice, nice. I, I was hoping it would be close. I didn't know. Um, so, all right, uh, Old Boy is the Golden Idol winner, correct? so let's so let's talk about pantheon so kyle what is pantheon
2: pantheon is a mantle of movies that we in video land and a council and you know sometimes members of the group uh get to vote on to decide whether they think it is a a film that needs to be preserved sort of our own like archives of of brilliant movies and it's not always afi's top 100 you know it's it's Movies that get in there like *Fright Night* and things like *Life Aquatic with Steve Zisu, Like *Young Frankenstein* are, just Young Frankenstein. got in tonight. Yes, it did. Yeah. Uh, you know, and so these are movies that we think that if you come to the website and you click on Pantheon, you go through the list, you go the fuck's Yojimbo? Yeah. We want you to go watch yeah. it. Should and then be they come some back interesting
0: be like, movies for you. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So, all right, uh, Kyle, let's start with you, and then I'll go after you, and then we'll go to Jeremy, and then and then we'll let Cousin Wayne end us. Yeah. Uh, do you think Old Boy is Pantheon?
2: I I mean, I've already said it tonight. I was going to nominate it last year, uh, and, and and Children of Men just eked it out, just the way the the movies before it had gone. I thought Children of Men would be a little bit more palatable at the time, but uh, I, I definitely think Old Boy is a Pantheon movie. It's a movie that... I recommend to people quite often that have never seen, you know, a lot of foreign films. Uh, that Hammer Fight Alone is, like, something that I tell people to watch all the time. Uh, it's it's a master class of, of filmmaking and suspense. Like you said, it's one of the greatest foreign films. It's one of the greatest revenge stories of all time. Uh, it's it's so fucking good, and I think it, it would fit in perfectly with, you know, uh, a lot of, like, you know neo noir films of the '40s and '50s. It's it's, it's perfect right next to Yojimbo and and stuff like that. Yeah, we forgot
0: to bring up a, a little uh, a, a small rule. Okay, mm-hmm. to so to get Pantheon and a versus uh, versus kind of like a, a back door to Pantheon. Sure. You want to kind of tell people. So for in bad. order for a movie to get kicked up
2: uh, to our council, all four people or three, depending on how many people are doing the episode, have to agree that it needs to be kicked up. Now. Brad might be like, you know what? I don't think Old Boy is Pantheon, but I think it is an interesting thing to bring up to the council and see what they say. Um, so then it goes to the council, and then six out of our nine members on the council have to say yeah. yes. And
0: if, it, and if it doesn't make it up to the council, it doesn't mean it's not Pantheon, it's right. just not...
2: Sometimes it's just that one person. If it had been, you know, yeah. kicked up to the pa- council, it could have been an eight out of nine vote, but that one person <laughs> was on the table. A example, if like,
0: Young Frankenstein would have been kicked up two years ago, yeah. it would have been in, uh, Pantheon, you know, Pantheon yeah. two years ago. Mm-hmm. It, it took two years for it to get a Pantheon. Because of me, I mm-hmm. said no. Yeah. <laughs> okay? <laughs> so, uh, this was another fun double feature. Um, I really enjoyed both movies. But it comes down to old boy is old boy pantheon, yes, I think I think old boy is pantheon, um, I think it's a brutal, brutal masterpiece, a sadistic masterpiece. Um, the shock and awe has an excellent balance. Like I said, it's never too extreme. It's not Serbian film. It's not Human Centipede. It's it's not like a Cousin Wayne movie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like any of those movies. Just you know, by the way, that's but, uh, my style, but not my. thing. But I think the shock and awe has a has an excellent balance, and uh, the Hammer time uh, fight scene is worth the price of admission. The acting is great. I think the revenge theme is dissected brilliantly. Um, the direction is perfect. It's a Kore- Korean um, masterpiece, man. It's it's a yeah. co- Korean cinema at its best. Um, it's a great entry point. I, don't, I think if you've never watched a foreign film, um, if you haven't seen it, I think it's a must-see movie. If you consider yourself a cinephile, all right, you have to watch Old Boy. Yeah. Um, if we could only have one Korean film in Pantheon, I'd be completely thrilled if it was Old Boy. Um, it gets a yes from me. So, Jeremy, let's go to you.
3: Well, um, I don't know if, if, if the council will vote yes or no. I, I have no clue. But for a lot of the reasons you said, it is must-watch cinema. It is a foreign film that, even if you haven't seen any other foreign films, you have to watch it. Like you said, the acting's great. I, I, I'm saying yes, kick it up. For the reason that Wayne said, that, that you know after the shock of, of Twist is over, you do view the film differently. I, so I don't know if it will get into Pantheon but I think absolutely the council has to review it and, and
0: give it a chance they have to talk about incest <laughs> <laughs> there's incest <laughs> this, our, this will be our first incest Pantheon movie if, if it were yeah. to make it <laughs> yeah so cousin Wayne it's all on your shoulders bro if, if cousin Wayne says yes it gets kicked up if he says no then it's uh it's fucking its daughter. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I you know it, it it is a great foreign film. Um, I, I can't give it too much praise, but it I, I'll say yes to a kick up. Woo! Uh, I'm so. You don't know glad what you're gonna say though. I, or? I I'm gonna lean towards no. Okay. Uh, because usually you have me go first in these. Mm-hmm. Thank God you had me go last because I would have just said pass for a second. Really? Yeah. Ooh. I would have. I would have. Uh, no, no, no. I meant I right. said pass to the. I'm like. Go to the next person. I'm going to see what these guys have Uh. to say. Talk me into it or talk me out of it. I I honestly I know which way I was going to go. I thought I'd figure it out. Like, every now and then I have that problem when we do a versus. Uh But I usually have figured it out by the end of the episode. This time, I'm like, I
0: still have no fucking
1: clue which (laughs) way I'm going to go with this, you know.
0: All right, guys. Well, we'll find out. We'll uh, We'll get this kicked up to the council. They'll watch it and they'll review it. It'll take about three weeks. And then, hopefully, we'll get an answer. Last versus winner was Sin City. Got kicked up. I was one. I, I said yes, kicked yeah. it up, and then I said no once it was there. God, yeah. uh, and Damn then, it. but uh, it wasn't just my fault. A couple, a lot of people said no to it. And it didn't make it, you mm-hmm. know. So I'm curious to see where old boy will will end up. But I do think it's going to be an awesome nomination. Just to have everybody watch it and, yeah. and see what they think
2: makes yeah. me want to go back and throw it up instead of <laughs> Children of Men, which just barely missed. Yeah, but yeah. I, I, you know uh, what do you what do you what do you expect? In this, do you do you think it'll get in
0: or not? Man, we have four um, council members right now, so that's a you know it's four yeses. Do you think Nathan will say yes? Well, he said
2: he's probably gonna say no. So, that's, well, yeah, I'm sorry, that's yeah, yeah. Three, yeah, that's, yeah that's,
0: well, wow. so let's let's say cousin Wayne is a no. Mm-hmm. Let's just say it. Okay, um, so it's three yes. You think Nathan will say yes? Probably. Okay, that's and four as Nathan yes. goes,
2: Rachel typically they have a pretty similar taste. Yeah, pretty
0: similar. So that's five. <laughs> I honestly think Matt will say yes.
2: He's such a no bug though. He's, he's always saying no to everything.
0: <laughs> Ryan, Who knows? I think Marshall. Sure. I
2: think Marshall would be a yes, and I think that'd be enough to get. I it. think
0: if it gets in, it's going to be seven. If it doesn't make, it'll be six. I think yeah, it'll be six. It'll be six, close. six seven, somewhere. Other. What do you think?
2: think? Yeah, that's exactly what, what I was going to say. It's either going to barely make it or barely miss it. It's yeah, not. Yeah. I don't think it's going to. It's it's going to hedge some some votes. Yeah, it's
0: a darker movie. Like I said earlier, a lot of people, a lot of audience members don't like to go there. Mm-hmm. You know, so. It'll be interesting. So, okay, guys, let's wrap this up. Any final comments, cousin Wayne? Uh, nope. Fuck off. All right. Fuck <laughs> off. All right. <laughs> any final comments?
2: Uh, I just, I just want to thank the crow for helping create Sting. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, I, 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 had fun talking about it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Cool, Jeremy. Any final comments? No, just thanks for including me again. You know, it's harder being so far away
3: and not get to come actually into the dragons again, but. Um, Uh it's it's fun to participate and this was this was a fun one. This was was really cool and and I'm excited to see uh whether old boy makes it in
0: Pantheon. Right on. Um as usual, I hope everyone enjoyed tonight's conversation. Cousin Wayne where can VideoLand find you? Uh, you can find me on Facebook and
1: Instagram. Instagram? You can find me at IPentagram. <laughs> <laughs> and you can find Probably me in the
2: right. group on Adventures in VideoLand.
1: Land.
2: <laughs> uh, you can find me, Kyle Brown, on the group uh, when we're doing uh, the marathons. I like to talk about each movie individually. And hopefully we're we'll moving this Marvel Phase 3.2 yeah. back a little bit. Uh, but that'll be coming to you soon. Um, and uh, you can find me at MovieScriptLife on all your other social media platforms.
0: Yeah, what's our next verses? That's Spider-Man 1 and 2, right? Yeah, I believe so. You're not, I'm, you're not in that one, I'm right? Because not not Spider- I'm a
2: huge Spider-Man 2 fan. Oh, so we decided... We decided no, yes, June name. is Spider-Man yeah. 1 and 2. I appreciate that, by the way.
0: I think that's yeah. good. Because I, do, I love both of them. So yeah. I don't know where I'm going to fucking go. Yeah. Um, that's going to be interesting. So Jeremy, where can they find you, bro? Look me up on the
3: Facebook group, Jeremy Clifford. My Mac is on there
0: I'll talk movies with you. Nice. You can find us on adventuresinvideoland.com We're on Instagram but the conversation always begins and ends on Facebook. Facebook. You've been listening to criticism in its finest hour. (laughs) Questionable. Until next time my good dick shits. (laughs) Go fuck your sister.
4: (laughs) Incest! Yay!